This is what the shit. I'm your host, Darius DC Chambers. We also have Chris G and Courtney D. And we are, again, what the shit. We are a podcast that likes to talk about anything and everything. We are part of the Black Gamut ENT family. And if you enjoy listening to us, you can give this a try yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do it that way. You know, whichever is easier for you. But thank you for giving us a listen and continue to do so. Oh, Facebook, don't you dare be sour. Clap and feel the power. (laughs) Let's go. We all want to go big, then say that. Ho! Soundtrack to bounce back from each loss until we reach the target. We proceed course. There's no quitting. The clock's ticking. I seen how the plot thickens. Regardless, I never let it throw me I off. Want the shit, boy, get on my level. Yeah. 125 in my own way. Pedal to metal. One thing that I won't let you do when that's catch me up. Nah. Keep my eyes open, letting nothing pass me up. Nah. Oh. Day. That can only mean one thing. It ain't just. It's something. time to flame some motherfuckers today. Who's on deck first? Now it's playing. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Wait, man. somebody's in the tank now. Somebody's now, in the somebody tank. gonna get it. Um, definitely gotta get it today. We have talented, dope black woman because we've been doing dope dominant black women all month. So why not keep it the same? So today we got Latoya Shanice coming up, a woman of her word podcast. Before we get there, Chris, man, how you been? Yo, uh, we just wrapped up our season finale last night of Blurred's Eye View, so I'm feeling good. Feel a so bit good. rested. I didn't even go to work. This, you're right. I didn't go to work. Sorry, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, not going to work off of that one. The whole uh, were sad. Let them be. <laughs> Definitely. I am uh, not here for their for their feelings. Not at all. So yeah, last night man was fun. It was uh, a lot of dope people in that room. Yeah, let's talk about that before we get into the news. Yeah, let's do it. So we had uh, Candy B, of course. 
We had Kurt coming in and out when he wasn't being kidnapped in the streets of Philly. <laughs> we had Mr. Yeah, Deacon. Right. Yeah, we had Mr. Deacon. Great. Yep. Geek Salad. We had yeah. the OG, OG, Triple OG himself, Navy Montel. Crazy Blood Ate the Great. Speaks. Crazy yep. Ate the Great. We had CJ. CJ. We had CJ. Triangle. And I feel like there was one more. Oh, Skip. The Thirst yeah, Trap King. Skip. <laughs> the Thirst Trap King. Say less. Shout out. One more. <laughs> Shout out to Skip. That's my man. With Yo. The, the... Wildin'. <laughs> Niggas is wildin'. On UBN. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Uh, but that that was it was it was fun. It was a nice little. Uh, it's called "You're Invited to the Barbecue." That's our last episode of the season, uh, and it was just getting a group of POCs together to just discuss their creative flows and their meaning in the in the blurred community, the POC community. So it was really dope. It was dope. It was dope. What two hours almost? Yeah, yeah. two hours. Yeah, two, two hours. hours. Two hours. I thought about splitting it up, and I say, like, "No, they' about to get all of this. They gotta get all these meats of the nights." Tonight's episode is sponsored by Terramana with cherry cherry flavor. Cherry flavor. <laughs> you gotta put cherry cherries flavor. on the bottom, and then you put some Red Bull, some Sprite, a little cherry juice in there. Boo wee! <laughs> Party. I was wondering. I was wondering how that. I had the dark color to it. I'm like, that's how I was. You added the uh, the cherry juice to it. Yeah, a little cherry juice. I usually put a little margarita mix in there, but uh, I ran out. So let's get to it. I got some news. Let me get to it. Poor Dale. Mm. Dale, let's start with Dale Curry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I don't know the full story because it ain't none of my business. And we talked last week. If it ain't none of your business, you mind your business. <laughs> but uh, it's, the, it's the black folks. It's the black folks. Mona, mon, moniker. Just yeah. if it ain't your business, stay out that business. But apparently, his wife was out here uh, getting some old, young. Well, okay, was out. He was from the eighties. He played in the yeah. NFL he was from the eighties, man. So he wasn't that young. So I'm not sure what the uh, <laughs> the deal with that is. Like that's. 30, you know, years. 30 years out here banging some old white dude. I don't know. Allegedly. 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 We, 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 forgot. we haven't uh, done that in a while. So allegedly is the, is the, is the. Yeah, the you know, I don't want to be the one to put it out there. Um, but I'll just say Dale, allegedly because. Uh, Dale, I will say this to Dale Curry. I would say this, the uh, dating pool in today's age Hey, it's pee want? in the pool. It's it's pee in the pool. I'm just saying, it's pee in the pool. <laughs> like this ain't what you want, brother. Uh, right, right. That ain't what you want. Speaking of not what you want, uh, apparently Stephen A. Smith is leaving. Max Kellerman is leaving. Uh, first take. He said, "I'm tired of debating this thing in his uh soliloquy of words. He be trying to use all these fancy <laughs> words. That's Stephen. Imagine that encyclopedia telling a dictionary to eat to uh uppity." <laughs> I don't understand that, but that's. See, that's but see, I think they got something from Max Kellerman anyway, though. Yeah, he going to K. Uh, he going to take over for Zubin Mahente on uh Z uh Zubin Keyshawn and Jay Will. Right, right. So he's supposed to be taking over that spot as like the lead on that, but 
don't know if that's a demotion or a promotion because you was used to getting up at like eight, hitting the studio at nine. Now you got to get up at five, hit the studio by six. <laughs> <sighs> and Keyshawn Johnson is who you about to be going against. If you thought Stephen A. Smith was bad, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson, if don't give a fuck was in the dictionary, Keyshawn Johnson is pitching there. This nigga was on a football team and told his coach, give me the damn ball. <laughs> now you got to compete with that, Max Kellerman, with your crusty little thing right there. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of changes, Kanye is trying to change his name legally to just yeah. Ye. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it. I don't know yeah, why, why not? You know, you can do what you want. It's your thing. But, I, you know, folks had already gotten to calling him Ye any damn way. So, yeah. They the hell and for the first couple albums they couldn't even pronounce his name right. Kane. <laughs> they was calling him Kane. Kane. They was calling him Kane. Yay! And everything they, like they just wasn't saying his name right. Speaking of Kane, he is building a replica of his childhood house for a concert at Soldier Field. That's kind of dope. I this, yeah, I was gonna say it's just that's just something different. You know what? Yeah. Shout out to the artists who are really stepping up their game when it comes to their performances. Uh Tyler the Great did the same thing at the at the with the BET Awards. That was a totally different set to, to be performing like it's a tornado outside. That was something yeah, that was dope. That was dope. You know, so I'm like, listen to that song. Right. Right. So you know, Yay doing that and just drop the album, dude. Like folks is waiting. Yeah, just fucking drop that album. God damn. <laughs> Like, uh, speaking how, of getting dropped, anticipation, I guess. Yeah, speaking of getting dropped, the baby has recently been on a free fall from concert to concert, but apparently, Roland, there's a couple people who stuck up for him, so he ain't fully out of our uh, out of our eyesight yet. But he's teetering <sighs> very badly. That one, that one night, cost him a lot of fucking money. Somewhere, OJ Simpson is literally saying. Nigga, you fucked up. <laughs> so there's a lot of niggas right now like, oh, look at the heat. He took off me. <laughs> right. Speaking of heat, uh, Lizzo has been catching a lot of body shaming and T.I. stepped up. Speaking of somebody who was catching heat, T.I. is now looking like an uh, angel after stepping up in for Lizzo and uh, telling her she's enough. She's good enough. So shout out to T.I. Uh, with all his legal battles and everything like that. Shout out to Lizzo like because you know what? Lizzo, keep doing your thing. If you ever yeah, do Lizzo, listen to the show, man, a guy man, at work, look. white guy at work, was having a conversation about that. He's like, she's a plus size, but she's pretty. I was like, yeah, but she been losing some weight, so you know, it is what it is. Everybody ain't meant to be a size zero, man. You gotta be right. comfortable with who you are. Lizzo, Lizzo can get it. I mean, she, yeah, okay. she, she, she's she's bound to wow. You think it's a game? Get fired on these bitches one time. One time for the one time. Speaking of games, uh, a woman in KFC pulled a gun out on the people because they took too long getting her her chicken. Uh, I hate to ask this question. Didn't say. <laughs> okay. Y'all was thinking the same thing. Was she black? <laughs> Deanna Harris. Oh, she was black. She was super yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that said it um, right there. Yeah. Speaking of which, Josephine Baker is going to be honored at Pantheon with France's highest honor, uh, highest tribute. Her high, the highest honor France got Josephine and Baker. I, I, I am not mad at that because they love, they love us over there, and they really love Josephine Baker when in her, in her day and time, which was really 
different considering the fact here in the states we weren't getting no kind of love man speaking of love Chris this is for you I, I pulled this just for you Chaswick <laughs> Bozeman's widow Simone Lewert Bozeman paid tribute to him with a song at a stand up to cancer event that's love yo that is love uh, shout out to Simone and just check on your friends on the 28th which is this Saturday because that will be the whole year anniversary of, of our brother passing so uh, cancer's real y'all cancer's real as, as a matter of fact it's so real his brother has the same kind of cancer and fall back like twice twice or mm. three times one so yeah shout out to shout out to the Bozeman family that's just always Always, yeah. always love for Chadwick. Always love. We're going to keep the love train going because yesterday was 824. That was Kobe Day. His birthday was the day before. So right shout out on. to uh, Gianna and Kobe, the Kobe Bryant family. Anybody who knows me knows a huge Kobe fan. So, you know, it was there. And also, since we're keeping the love train going, yesterday was Aaliyah's birthday. So we've gotten a lot of a lot of black love. Yeah, it's and it's just man. it's just Wednesday. And I love it. I, that's not a pun to play on words. It's just what it is. We need some more of that that black love going around. Well, I got a few more stories before I get with the shit. Um, a 13-year-old boy started Georgia, uh, classes at the Georgia Institute of Technology at the age of 13. I can imagine, yes. More 13 than starting technology classes at an institute. The boy's going to be a if dangerous. If he don't make a fucking Iron Man suit, I'm going to be pissed. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I got. He going he going to a pre- prestigious uh, college and... He better fucking make a Iron Man suit. That's all I got. Uh, he, needs Smith. Make, uh, he, need, he needs to make something to counter daggone Elon Musk's robots that he's making. <laughs> fucking Iron robots. And he started to make them in different fucking colors. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, damn iPhones? <laughs> Yeah, he was just like, we're going to make a pink robot, a half-blue robot, a purple robot, a he's making, robot. He's making Generation 1 Transformers. That's what the hell he's doing. Fuck that shit. I'm cool, man. Uh, J.R. Smith is allowed to play golf at North Carolina A&T. So that's huge. Okay, yeah. They finally let him play. And now we got to get to the... Oh, oh, one more. Tony Baker. His, uh, if you guys don't know this, Tony Baker... Yes. Son was killed in a street racing accident, and a man who killed him was being brought to charges. Of murder. matter of fact, all three, all three, yeah, two three men and, and, women, charged, and a woman, yeah, they were charged with killing his son in a car crash. So, shout out to Tony Baker. You know what's crazy? Even in this trying times, he is still being selfless with his comedy, which is crazy because you lose someone, your son, at that, but you still trying to come with the jokes. You still trying to. And he's been, you know, you know, people just like, you know, people. some people are saying uh, uh, he should take some time off. Other people are saying this is how he works through the pain. And then other people are like, you know, he's standing in adversity of the pain. Yeah. So, you know, people deal with grief differently. And the way he's dealing with it is commendable. So shout out to Tony Baker. Shout out to his family. Yeah. Speaking of shout-outs, Sakari Richardson uh, apparently lost her damn mind, according to everybody else. Yes. Yeah, um, she was out here, like, ah, ah. She said, she, fuck she, y'all. She lit the hood out. She lit the hood out. Yeah. She lit the hood out. I'm like, look, 
She came in dead last. I'm not worried about that. Dead last. Dead last. She spoke truth on what she was saying. Something you can't win them all. Sometimes, you know, and this is true. Everybody wants to put all that weight on her to win every race she runs. It's not gonna be that way. You know, yeah. she had a she had a rough what two rough month and a half, maybe. Been a rough two year, two months, yeah. Yeah, so you know, lit her because that was back in what July when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about a, yeah, two months, <sighs> two months. So you know, it's okay. It is, and it's, what's sad is, and this is going back to the love thing. What's sad is you have some people in the black community tearing her down about it. It's like no, you're supposed to be supporting her. her like her comments ain't been helpful neither. No, they haven't. They. Like I said, she lit the hood out, you know. You know, not everybody, not all of them are polished. Let's just get that out there. So yeah. But yeah. sometimes, sometimes you gotta speak your mind on certain things, and and fuck. I mean, she was she she posted uh, encouraging words on TV are just as real as, well, nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. As Mr. D said, it is what it is. So she mean, lost. You know, she can run the race another day. It is what it is. You had people rooting for her, and she like, y'all ain't really rooting for me. Y'all just rooting for the moment. Yeah, which can't be true because, you know, you have yeah. those vultures who, uh. <sighs> They'll roll with it. Really try to give her some <laughs> love, and some people who really try to just capitalize on the moment. But. Yeah. Yeah, She'll be here. back. Speaking oh, of yeah, not no coming worries. back, uh, Rachel Nichols has been re- removed from NBA coverage and the jump has been canceled. <laughs> so they just said, you ain't touching nothing NBA for pretty much ever. So yeah. Uh, there's some things you should just not say if you are part of the way Hote tried. And if you have not learned anything this past Two years is. We will call you on that shit. <laughs> yeah. And this last one, I don't know if I want to take it seriously or not. But uh, how do I start this? <laughs> Let's start with the man is thirty now. Okay. Let's start with that. So the guy who was a the baby on Nirvana's Nevermind is trying to sue Nirvana for sexual exploitation for him being on the cover of the album and he is looking for a hundred wait 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 He was naked at four months old in this on this album cover, and now he's thirty and he's suing for sexual exploitation damages and fees and all that. Damn, one hundred fifty thousand of them things. Damaging to whom? Him. Because nobody knew who that baby was. Nobody I don't know, know who, and and I still don't know. I never even seen the album cover until today. I know the I know the album cover they're talking about. He's in the pool and he's underwater. Yeah. You know how how they take their babies, put them in the pool at a young yep. age. That's all they do. I don't exactly. even think you see anything because he's like smiling and laughing. There's yeah. nothing sexual about the picture, and if it is, you need to be under the jail, under the under the ninth level of hell. So 
This is a I reach. Mean, I'm sorry. This is a reach. He tried to get 150 of them things. Just say but, you need some cash. Just say you need some I cash. I mean, he's 30. He was four months when this was taken. You waited till you was 30 and be like, I, I think I want to sue for child pornography and sexual exploitation, even though you can't see. I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, when I was seeing it, I was like, that album was at least, what, 91? At best. 92? Kurt Cobain has been dead and gone, and he's trying to sue during Nirvana now? <laughs> like, uh, like, like, your parents probably in there. Signed off for that. They signed off for that and got paid a pretty penny. That's it. But we're going to leave it there because uh, I ain't going to name no names for the guy, but I got to do this. Um, Our guest is here. All right. So I want to bring her on, but I got to give her the gravity because this month I've been showing everybody love and she just finished her first season and she said, I ain't taking no breaks. We start season two next day she was back on season two like no oh, breaks i hustle, take a week hustle, off hustle. Yeah. she made me i'm like now do i like season three about to end so when season three ends do i just be like hmm now nah, we ain't doing that and i take a break <laughs> or do i take a break because i usually we take a two-week break but she took two days and was like we back at it so without further ado <laughs> From the podcast, who's making us want to work harder now because <laughs> right. she ain't taking no breaks. So much. And when I seen it, I was break. like, okay, she just uh, congratulations, season one just ended. Two days later, season two premiere. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my god, this is terrible. Cause somebody please find y'all rule, get hold of this motherfucker, so I can make sense of all this. I could make sense of it because I was like, she is starting season two with no break. She ain't taking no prisoner. So without further ado, from a one for word podcast, Miss Latoya Shanice. Let's get her up here real quick. There you are. Welcome to the show. Welcome. What's going on? Thank you for coming. Uh, nothing much. Glad to be here. You just <laughs> made us, so you glad just to have us. you back. Because now like... I know I have to work harder. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was joking these past two weeks. Like, I've been working hard on Instagram, trying to grind, get my numbers <laughs> up. And then I see you went from season one. I was like, oh, season finale. We talked. I was like, congratulations. <laughs> season two. I was like, wait a whoa. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. No, but like, I, I was. I was taking two weeks from Blurred's Eye, but still working the IG Live and everything. I'm like, man, I'm not about to take no way. <laughs> like, we going from September 18th. They're going to be like, oh, he a slave driver. We're going to go from September 18th. We're going from September 8th. That's the season finale. September 18th. Hey, y'all, get, get, let's go. Back to work. Let's go. Everybody off your feet. Let's go. So let's get into the podcast. It's Let's talk about a woman of word because I like it. It's for women by women with a lot of advice but it has a spiritual feeling to it so women can get not only advice but a good word so how did you get started with this show i started at the end of march last year funny enough i was on live on uh instagram and i said you know what i'm gonna start this podcast i'm gonna start it before the end of the month so literally on march 31st i said i'm gonna go go live no no matter what I had an editor and he's still my editor to this day and I hit the record button sent it to my editor went live on the 31st so I'm glad that I started and literally the mission the vision everything happened as I was recording I didn't know 
what the direction I was going. I knew my background, of course, grew up in the church, that is still active in the church. And I knew I wanted it to be faith-based. I knew I was a woman and I knew I believed in the, the rights of women. So I said, this is a feminine, feminist, excuse me, in faith-based space. And I want to talk about all things like millennial issues that matter. So that's where we are and we still are. And I'm glad that I have followed that that mission to this day season two now <laughs> uh, already like this, I told this you she's not playing no game <laughs> and you didn't have some guests no, so no, rest. Uh, no she don't rest out yeah no tell i i i was inspired this month has inspired me and i say that because from queen ish until now these women have still been grinding like they left queen ish yeah. and was like we not stopping i don't see like I said, I'm not naming all the names because this is about you. But I've seen them all. I've seen them all still grinding. Mm-hmm. I've seen you grind. Like I said, she, I'm, I'm congratulating. I went from congratulating, went to work, come home from work, go to work, come back home. Season two that started. I'm like, whoa, she ain't playing. And I love that because in this game, from what I've seen, women podcasters have to work harder than males. Which Do is the sad part. Which is and it's crazy because they're way more talented than us. Wow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like the only like, and I don't want to say this like I'm about to say it to sound disrespectful, but the women who are talking about sex and raunchy stuff, they're getting the love better. They're yeah. getting well received more mm. because that's where we're at. But your show does a lot Aww. for women. You know what I mean? And it's it's not meant for me, and I know that, but I still mm. like hearing the clips because I'm like. That's insight. And a lot of shows, my show doesn't give insight. I'm not going to lie. We're not here for that. <laughs> if you come to watch the shit for insight, you haven't read the name. <laughs> you clearly have not read the name. You haven't read the disclaimer that nothing here is to be taken seriously. Except for these moments where I get to talk to dope people who are doing what I like to call dope stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, your show is insightful. Your show is deep. Your show is, like you said, based in a lot of stuff that women aren't hearing in a lot of women shows. Right. A lot of them are talking, and and I don't. I'm not looking down on them because they're still dope shows. There's a lot of dope women in this podcasting game. Mm-hmm. And when I started this month, we started Queen Ish. I was like, okay, Queen Ish, that's it. And then I started thinking, like, no. This whole month gotta be these women coming back on a separate show. Yeah. And I wanna do this again in October. But before we get to all that, it's about you. Mm. So some of the hard I wanna talk about some of the hardships you face because we know, as we said, women in this industry, in mm-hmm. this podcasting game, aren't giving the same gravity that, you know, like I can go on and say something crazy and people are like, Oh yeah, I like that and then mm-hmm. you might post something which is very, way more important than what I'm saying. And let's be honest, nothing I'm saying is important besides when I'm promoting dope people. That's the only time people should really pay attention to what I'm saying. But let's get into some of the the hardships. or Because like you said, you started it just, hey, I'm starting this. This is the dream. This is the goal. This is the vision I got. I don't know how it's going to work out. But, you know, a year later, you know, how does it feel? Some of the, Let's talk about some of the, some of the pitfalls you might have faced starting. Some of the things yeah. you've learned. 
Yes, lessons learned, hardships I've encountered. Well, I'm learning that it's not just a one-person show. Uh, I I started and, and I introduced myself. It was just me, and I found some success in bringing the messages that I bring. But you know, you always want to be mindful of who are you bringing on. What messages do they have? Creating a platform that you can be proud of, as well. Um, having a, a brand. What does that mean? I think that the biggest hardship I think is consistency too like you mentioned like here she goes like no days off no no breaks um you know I brought an individual on to season two and uh I was mindful I'm moving I'm starting a PhD program I'm, I'm moving to another state and I, I knew of someone who I know of someone who has an event coming up and I didn't want to start as soon as I did I'm gonna be honest with you I wish I could have started in September but I'm like they have an event you know September 11th I want to make sure that they have enough time pr to promote their event I want to make sure that I have enough time to to market you know bringing them on having them share mm -hmm. their message um, my goal and I just shared that with someone today was I want to be like you know, someone call me and, and compare me to like Tamron Hall her birthday is a either the day or before or after mine I would love to be like Oprah one day you know I'm praying I'm hoping I can interview her speaking that into existence and so I'm like there you, you, know, hey, there you go that's all Thank you gotta do you. that's like, all you gotta do yeah I ain't gonna lie um, <laughs> the work again you know? seeing the work you've put in and like you said you've been doing this a year and some change let's say that yeah. you know some people don't get that in their first year you started by yourself now are you going to stay by yourself or do you plan on getting a co-host how you mm. how do you see that because chemistry like you just said chemistry is you chemistry is everything chemistry is everything because i ain't gonna lie when i started this it was four of us yeah. um oh, you know okay and the it's, one still, guy, it's still three but one of us still just three works. of us but one just works right. outside right. of what we doing so He's still a part of the team, no matter what. I'm not. I don't care. I know what he brings to what we do, so I would never. Family comes first. So, mm -hmm. but the the fourth guy we had, the chemistry was off. So you got to be mindful of that because everybody. And like I said, this brand. I don't care who I bring on because <laughs> it, it is what it is. Don't got issues to say. <laughs> yeah, you know we. I. I, I this ain't about me it's about you but <laughs> the bringing on a guest i mean i mean bringing on a host another co-host do you have you thought about that uh well you know i do look at analytics right you know, <laughs> important and yes. i did find that when i had a panel my first panel i got a lot of love it was me and two other women before i started i thought to myself like oh i need to have a co-host at least one other person at the time it was actually two other people and the, the panel I had had two other people and it went really well but I'm mindful of the discipline that it takes I'm mindful of the consistency yeah. that it but, takes and I'm like oh, I don't yeah. know if they're going to be able to show up as often as I do because I keep that end goal in mind I keep that vision in mind before I came on tonight actually today I responded to someone about my first um, potential partnership and, and sponsorship and oh. I'm like Look at you! Yeah, like I don't know. We are doing I, something we, wrong. <laughs> we we taking two weeks off. That's what the what we do. <laughs> We're doing this all wrong. I mean, but that is and, and that is dope. And I'm glad you shared that here because I'm all about breaking news yeah. and people bringing some because that's to me. Like I said, that's dope to me because when I started this show, 
and again, it ain't about me, but it wasn't this show, right. what we do now. Mm-hmm. It was more crazy over the top. Us cracking jokes, oh, yeah. showing videos. No. It was just wild. <laughs> uh, but we doing wrong. this for a year and being, <laughs> this being our third season, like I said, we've evolved. And that's my next question because I know, like you just said, you want to be the next Tamara Hall, mm-hmm. interview Oprah. Yeah. What does that look like, your evolution? Because you're going into season two earlier than you wanted to. You started on a whim, but I've seen... And I haven't known, and the crazy part is I haven't seen you that long, but I've seen a growth from when we started connecting until now. Like I said, you jumped into season two. Yeah. Boom. I'm jumping off the porch. Your growth is (laughs) like, growth is everything. And and, and something about seeing black women Mm -hmm. put their minds to something and, 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 and nail it every time. It's, it's, it's a, it's a feat that I never get tired of seeing. But you I know. know why. Yeah. Because oh. women have to be mothers. Women <laughs> have to be moms. Yeah. They have to be wife. They have to be caretaker, mm-hmm. home taker. So women are able to wear these hats that we can. Mm-hmm. I'll say it all the time. I can't do we that. Can, we can try. We can try. <laughs> but food is burning. The diapers on the head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kids just run around. They, it just somebody got somebody got somebody got left at the, at the daycare or something you know, by accident. You know, it school was... bus is running late, and <laughs> you know. But I like I said, I commend you on just the growth I've seen. I think we've been we've connected for about a month now. You know, right. a month and a half, and I enjoy seeing your work. Mm-hmm. You know. I enjoy seeing I go on Instagram and there's certain people I look at their stories or I look at their posts. You are one of them. Because like I said, you your show, you know, women don't get this millennial, the motherhood, the maternity, the just Mm. the Mm. being a mom and a wife, you know, and seeing what that looks like and people actually talking about it doesn't happen a lot like i said there are a lot of shows out there you know we can go look at the numbers of how many podcasts are going Mm -hmm. just right now while we're talking you know there's a lot of them going but not a lot of them had that substance Mm. you know what i mean so like i said it's 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 an even bigger impact when it's coming from a black woman yeah it's, it's, it's an even bigger impact because here now you have a group of black women millennials gen xers sometimes these and they don't have an outlet right like they should you know they're getting bombarded with all the negative and then here you come with this positive message and positive content and knowing just, you know just, things to talk about I that think matter that actually matter what gravitated me just was the name a woman of her word podcast like that spoke to me wow. because that like you can see a lot of names you know just starting together but mm-hmm. I think that name meant, let's talk about the name. Where okay. did it come from? You know, so funny. Well, first, thank you both so much. I'm so <laughs> awed by both of you and your feedback and your support. Like, you know, as black women, black men, we need that support. And I'm glad that I have that amongst oh, you, both. You have yeah. it. You yeah. know, yeah. I. It means everything. And we made well, it. We, like, we we say things when when you say like you know DC has this show, then I have blurred eye view. So when we say things like we are supporting mm-hmm. POCs, we are supporting the mental health, we are supporting mm-hmm. against bullying and against racism. We mean that. We stand on that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that means a lot. Oh, hearing I, you. Oh, 
Oh, thank you. And 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 it's really felt like even with the promotion of this episode, I was like, oh my goodness, I look like I'm on I, a boat. Okay. No lie. I'm not even gonna lie. I hope don't I hope the other people who wrote this show don't hear this. <laughs> it's gonna be so fucked up. I put a little extra little little extra juice on your promotion. I'm not even gonna lie. Because I felt like you went from season one to season two, people gotta feel you. People got to see you. Because yeah. that kind of work and dedication isn't always celebrated or known mm. until somebody really puts the spotlight on it. So when I went in, because I promote everybody, everybody yeah. who come on the show get the best promotion I can. But some people get a little extra. I put a little <laughs> juice on, a little stanky <laughs> leg on some people's. And yours, I had to. Because like I said, your show, from going from season one to season two, boom, just like that. Boom. One is commendable. Two, you don't see often. And three, you've only been doing this for a year and some change. So let's get into that. Like I said, you're on season two. Yep. You're you're into it. Like you just like forget it. Somebody got something going. I'm starting. I'm not waiting. All in. I, I like that, and <laughs> yep, that yeah. is why I had to put a little extra on your promotion. Mm. Now I try again. I try to put that for everybody. Right. You know, I don't try to play favorites and nothing like that. But mm-hmm. sometimes I have my people who are like, you know what? I feel like they need a little bit more. Not because I feel like they need it because they're not getting it. Because I feel like they need it because I want them to know that where I'm coming from, I mean what I say. When I tell people, if you need me, hit me up. I told you that, and I'm not playing. Like I ride for the people who I ride with. There's a few people who I Instagram, you being one of them, on a constant basis, checking in or just, you know, making sure everything's cool or just giving positive, like, hey, that's dope. Um, But let's get, no, we we skipped the name. We got to get back to the name. So where did this name come from? So you know what? Funny enough, this name, I remember going live on Instagram. That was the first platform I kind of test the waters, like, you know, kind of taking the training wheels off. Let me go live. Let me see what I sound like. Let me see what receptivity is like. And I remember going live not too um, long ago, not too long before I started the platform and saying, like, if you have any advice on names, if you have any recommendations, let me know. I'll consider it. I didn't hear anything, but I did get receptivity. I did have people come back and I did have a lot of people say um, and comment as I was going live, like they felt what I was talking about. I treated going live on Instagram like I did a podcast. I had went um, on two individuals' podcasts that I know of. One is actually the person who edits my podcast. He has his own platform and now he edits my platform. I tried it one week. I was like, no, this is too much. I can't do this. So hats off to every <laughs> editor. Hats off to every person who works behind the scenes. That's not my ministry. I'll go live. I'll say what I got to say and then I'll come. Um, and, and like, now the ministry I actually learned to be a really good marketer that was never my ministry before but i'm learning you know how important it is to brand how important it is to yes. market how important it is to build hey. relationships like i'm on hey, this you platform you know through relationship building right and so I, I realized the importance of that it's currency like what you know and who you know matters and so i'm really glad to be here really glad to build this relationship off camera right um you know all of our interactions our agreements to, to, to be present for one another um, and where I see my show going I'm actually as I mentioned before moving and I'm um, I'm starting a, a doctorate program in psychology and so I 
thought to myself, not only do I have this faith-based background, but I also um, will be giving a lens that's very unique to the Black community, which is in mental health and speaking to mental mm, health yes, issues. Yes. So I'm like, my word will go far, not only in these these millennial issues that I'm speaking about now, you know, maternal health and, mm-hmm. and all these other areas, but in terms of mental health too, I can always pivot and I can always have that focus and that expertise that I could lend to this platform too. So I'm really glad to, you know, all this is kind of happening simultaneously because it will benefit this platform and where it will go. That is, this, it is dope. I'm sorry. There's just no other words for that. There's I, really no other words for that. I mean, I don't. I got nothing, Chris. Man, go ahead for me. I'm look, look. Here. I like, like man, you know, I'm she pretty much hit, in my spirit. She, 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 she pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like when you were talking about your doctorate program and the mental health, this is a this is a thing. We are going it's into September. It's a stigma, and. You know, I've spoken about it on Blurred's Eye, and we spoke about it on What Shit. That this is a thing that needs to is becoming more and more talked about amongst the Black community. Is having the mental health aspect needs to be addressed. You know, people it's, going to therapy needs need to I be went addressed. to therapy. You yeah, know? I mean, I've talked about this on Kingish. I went to therapy because I was dealing with a lot. You know, my dad died and you know, COVID and all this crazy stuff and not being able to see my dad and then having to take him off life support. So, you know, it's kind of a crazy thing when you have your brothers and sisters, me being the oldest, and they're looking at you like, well, what do we do? And you like, okay, so I got to be the, the voice of reason and the pull the plug on my dad. So, you know, and yeah. then at the peak of COVID, you couldn't even go into the hospital. So it was like, I've drove to Cincinnati, boom, red line. Um, I'm talking like pedal to the metal, not knowing what's going on because he collapsed on a Sunday morning. He was dead by Thursday. You know what I mean? So it was it was crazy. So dealing with that, you know, family and all that, I think it's very important because I never would have thought I would have been in therapy mm. or even gone just because being black and being, and let's say in the hood, you know, people yeah. you don't get that, that, um, that 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 talk like you know let's take care of your mental and you know be be mindful of what you're holding on to and harboring because every now and then it's going to come out of you you know it might not be physical but emotionally you will explode because you're trying to hold all that in and fight all these feelings you know what i mean so talking to this white woman who i had no idea who the hell she who she was at the time you know first time meeting her and here i'm about to talk to this white woman who's younger than me about my problems that just it feels weird mm-hmm. you know? and that's, that's another that's another leg of the issue because right? they not may not understand thank you thank you there's yeah. not a lot of black therapists and that's another leg of the issue because see like you said you felt weird Opposed to well, had this been a, a black man or a black girl woman. Named Taylor, like, hi, how can I help you? What's going on? Let's, <laughs> let's start with a baseline of what you feel. I feel like I'm in the wrong place. That's what I feel like. <laughs> let's start there. Tell but... the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, it's so interesting. I I, I was a student of, of psychology myself, right? I got a whole degree in it. And when it came time for me to actually considering seeing a therapist the the, the the thought came to mind like will I be stigmatized like will people see me and judge me like those are the thoughts that that's came another to- that's another I, thing walking into that know. building yeah it's like walking into Planned Parenthood you don't know what they're going <laughs> in for but you know it ain't good 
You know, and I hate to say that because you, 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 like, I was wearing my hood up and behind my face, just like face mask on. Like, I don't know nobody around here, but you never know. Yep. Like, yeah, man, I seen that nigga DC walking into therapy, he's on soft ass. <laughs> 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 but, and it's crazy because, like I said, growing up in a neighborhood, you know, when you grow up in that, that environment, you go, you talk about therapy and people look at you like you soft. Like you yeah. can't mm-hmm. be, you can't tell some stranger about how you feel and talk about your feelings. What's wrong with you? Right. You know, so I'm glad. Especially, especially now, black men. Especially yeah, black especially men. Black men. But black women too. Because yeah. I think it's worse for black women because you look at these stories about they going to the hospital and they're not giving the same pain yes. medication Come as black on. women because black women are supposed to be tougher and they can handle all this when in reality that's a stigma like no they are human too like and I hate that because it don't make sense that you don't know a person or a race but yet still you have all these preconceived notions like black women can handle pain better because they're black like what kind of sense does that yeah, make and that's, a, old, that's, an age slavery, old, yeah, that's an age old slavery tough and thing. that's an old age racist yeah. concept it yeah. truly but, is. But here's the problem. It's wrong. Exactly. Slavery doesn't make her skin tougher. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> Having kids don't make sure she don't get sick. Like, she can still get COVID like anybody else because she had five. Like, I just don't. I and, I and I hate that because I feel like as a black man, we have to look out for a lot. But black women have to look out for more. Yeah, and I say that because, like I said, black women have to do women in general. I don't want to mm-hmm. just, but I'm focused on black women because that's what I love. Right. I was raised by one, two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm married to one. I'm mm-hmm. raising one, so you know what I mean. I have to be able to look out for them, and I know that as a black man, yeah, we gotta look out for cops and this and that. Right. But that's cool. That ain't that ain't never stopped me. But mm-hmm. them. You know, rape and kidnapping and all these crazy things that you being ostracized in public by whomever. You know what I mean? And being called out because of weight or you lost a race, like or Simone Biles. Look at Simone Biles. We had that conversation. You know, mental health of black women. Even that has been made a joke because they they're not allowed to take a break from doing what they do. They got to be athletes and moms and daughters and sisters and all this twenty four seven. Guys can take a break from being tough. I can, you know, run away and cry in the corner and wouldn't nobody know. <laughs> but black women have to be tough 24-7. And I'm learning that that's not it's not it's not cool because people don't take it seriously. Like I said, True. hospitals don't even take it seriously. You're supposed to be there to serve and protect all people, but you're not giving black women the same the medication same, you would a same, white yeah. woman because you feel like she can handle the pain better. Like she got different pain receptors. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I make this joke all the time. I'll be like, 400 years of slavery don't make skin tougher. No, it's still the same skin that my ancestors had. It's just now I ain't taking the same bullshit, so you think mm-hmm. my skin's tougher. Right. No, I still bleed like them. I just don't take that shit like them. That's what it so is. So now, so so going forward in your season two, yeah. what topics are you looking to bring to the table to to address and and bring the light? Yes. That's so you know you guys touched on so much. I'm so you know, glad. know what's crazy? None yeah. of this is written. This is all us. This no, is this just... is all us. This is just what we do. <laughs> oh my god! We, we just talk. 
and I questions hit it. our head. <laughs> I feel it. You know, my passion is maternal health, right? And like, just like what you guys were saying, the disparities that exist in the health system that I think can parallel the criminal justice system, where the criminal justice system is for mm-hmm. men, the healthcare mm-hmm. system can be for women. Like the whole um, modern gynecology, that whole entire field oh, is boy. founded on yeah. testing, right? I've Back seen women. them stories. Yo, them stories. Crazy. Is, wow. Yeah. They used yeah. to like take out whole uteruses. Yes, yeah. yes. No pain No pain medicine. No. Just test. I was, I shed a tear like this. I was like, yo, this. Mm-hmm. And that ain't even like joking. Like, that was, it's just wild that they used to test on women like that. And people don't know this because, again, their stories aren't being told. That's right. So to have somebody covering this stuff or, or even from this point of view, just giving, even if it's tidbits and making mm-hmm. people go research themselves, because I realize nowadays you can't spoon feed everybody. Right. You can't lead everybody to this information because even if you lead it to them, they still will try to deny that it's not there. Yeah, exactly. They still will try to say you're lying. You can show them in the book to their face, nose in the middle, and they still be like, <laughs> I don't see it. So you have to give people bite size. You know, you have to. And I found that in this show, we have to give people the truth in a joking manner because if not, they won't believe us. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. So. I've learned that my niche is telling people something real with some laughter because yeah. then they'll listen to me. Then they feel me. Yeah, laughter is, is the greatest medicine. I mean, I love comedy, so I'm here for it for sure. And you know what? With the with the platform, with bringing the real truths, you know, I believe my last episode for season one was entitled Your Story is Your Superpower, right? Indeed. So I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate being able to bring people on for them to share their stories like that is the whole thing i became as passionate as i am about maternal health after becoming a mother myself and actually seeing it i didn't start therapy until i became a mother and i realized i was doing all the things you know i had to wear my cap my cape i couldn't take Mm -hmm. it off i was Mm -hmm. dealing with what i was dealing with at work i was dealing with, with what i was dealing with at school at home all these things i'm just like i can't be be superwoman you know my truth is my superpower but i can't be superwoman 24 7 you know what i'm saying especially for single single moms too like that's a huge that's a niche i really that's my passion working with single moms who have to wear every single hat who don't feel like they have the space to take that off and they're doing everything and they don't have an outlet where they can feel like they can be themselves or that they can you know value be valued or appreciated for what they do bring to the table um being in corporate america doing everything for their son their daughter what have you doing everything for church like not knowing how to say no not really like they feeling like they can rest or find respite anywhere like i want to be that person where they can take it all off and be themselves and deal with what they're dealing with and process what they're going through what i learned as a mom is that there are two sort of realities that you're going through you're the matriarch but then you're also that person who's who's adulting right you know like mm. there's no manual on adulting there's no manual <laughs> you know, on raising I kids get this life, you know 
<laughs> None. You know, you know, bills, being responsible, like like figuring out, you know, legacy and leaving leaving something for your kids. Like it's everything that's happening at the exact same time. So it's a lot. I lie. Yeah. Would you, you agree know, that would you agree that like what's what the black community is going through right now is like a we've called it a reawakening. Mm-hmm. You know, of realizing, you know, the therapy, the yeah. financial, the mm-hmm. uh, good good credit, you know, yeah. these things, you know, educate education. Like we're starting to realize even corporate, we're starting to realize what's best important for us now. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. There is a reawakening. And I, 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 you know, there's a lot of great that comes out of social media. Like, yes, it can be addictive. Yes, you can compare mm. at times. And they say don't do that because the grass is not always greener. Your body is just fine the way it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's, there's a lot of space for it to be like in too much doses. It can be a bit much. But at the same time, there's a lot of positive. Like, there are a lot of financial educators. There are a lot of financial gurus. There are a lot of individuals who are teaching and using their platform wisely where you can learn, like, oh, I should start this account for my son. Like, there's a UGMA mm-hmm. account. There's a UTMA account. There's, you know, oh, I should invest in 401ks. Oh, I should get life insurance because yeah. a lot yeah. of people yeah. don't think about okay. death. They don't think about who's going to take care of me in a, at a funeral. They don't think about legacy and inheritances. I don't want Mm-mm. my kids to inherit debt like i want them to have money like oh this is how i should go about it this is how i should invest like, there's a lot of positives that come out of social media and i love podcasts because it's a platform where you can educate and you can give individuals tools and that's why i love my platform because i'm like i'm talking about millennial issues that matter all the adulting things but i'm also giving you tools tips and strategies on how you can go about finances and that's what i'd like you asked me earlier what i want to do in season two how to do these things like what you should be thinking about um and what you should start uh one of the most impactful uh, conversations i had in season one was about parenting um and and what like parallel parenting was versus co-parenting like how to create the right relationships with the people that you're parenting with if you're not married like that was something even for those who are married were like wow like i didn't really know about that this is something i can start adapting um and so yeah like those are some of the the real life conversations that i feel like don't necessarily happen all the time having relationship coaches having parenting coaches knowing how to have the right conversations around these things those are what i want to bring to the platform um something i'm really excited about in season two that i can bring up as well um is it's even about traveling solo we're in you know the midst of summer dog days of summer but i was going into the say, fall yeah like, a vac- i'm jealous yeah. <laughs> she took a whole vacation and still was putting out episodes. Yes, yes. I'm like, the hustle is real with this sister. Hustle is real. Like, she on the beach. On the beach, boy. And oh, still man. putting out episodes. I was like, man. So, I had a question. Chris kind of touched on it. Um, season two. Yeah. You, you want to do the literacy. Um, what would be your end goal like at the end of the season this is how I envision my reach touching I would say for me personally um, there is this twofold 
one i want to reach more people right like that's always that's always a goal you know mm-hmm. i have my like very loyal tribe the people i went to college with the people who went to grad school with me i had the, the privilege of bringing them onto the show um people who work in the field who, who are in my church who are like sonographers and 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 um doulas who can talk about maternal health that's mm-hmm. personally my passion um but i want to impact people who are beyond my network like i love when people hit me up in the dm people who reach out um, what I want to start because I'm a writer as well is creating a newsletter um, oh. having a column where people can ask me questions that they may not have the ability to I want people to influence like what the topics I talk about what matters to you I told them that in the finale what matters to you if you're part of my tribe it matters to me if you don't know a lot about X and you want to learn more I'm going to bring that person on who's going to be able to talk about that and to address that and if I can speak to it from my personal experience Experience, I want to address it live on my show. And so that is what I want. Um, I was very fortunate to be picked up by radio in my very first season. I had less than 100 followers and a radio station with tens of thousands of followers reached out to me to be yeah. a part of their radio show. And I'm like, oh. whoa, <laughs> this is huge. I didn't want to say it, but I wanted her to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it. But Bless I didn't want it. to say it because yeah, it ain't my. So it's her take. magic. Yeah, right there you go, there you go. And it, it, like you just said it, you said it right there. It, it wasn't your story to tell, and that's another thing that is being touched on a lot more now in the black community is allowing not just mm-hmm. black men to have a voice, but to have black women have a voice. Yes, so you know, I feel it's important. Yeah, now, like I said, I this whole month we have had nobody but black women. Wow. From August to, from Queenish, and I even extended it to September first because there was another dope black person, a dope black podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make an exception. This is my show. I do what I want. You won't. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I've had people reach out like, oh man, I ain't know you was doing it. I didn't know I was doing it either. Right. That's the thing about this. Um, like you said, when you have that calling mm. and you don't know what you're supposed to do, but something hits you and you yep. go with it and it works out. That's what this month has been. I didn't plan on, you know, and I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I wasn't trying to get a lot of women, but I didn't plan on this month turning into what it did. I didn't have a name for it until probably today. And I was like, you know what? August has been dope black women month. All right, here it is. <laughs> um, because I didn't, again, I didn't plan on it. Like I said, we talked about Queenish, and that went so well. And even though I talked to, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I talked to you guys on Instagram and we talked and I see what's going on. Seeing you guys on that show and interacting with you guys outside of text and seeing the dopeness that you guys bring in and the information and, and just the, the, the conviction. Because when you were talking about your passion, I was like, I feel it. Mm-hmm. As you were talking, I was like, okay, I feel her passion coming out. When you're talking about the mental health and you were talking about what you want to do, I'm like, that's passion. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know somebody is really into this for the right reasons. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because a lot of people getting this like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make money. And then, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. blow up and be all over the place. Right. It don't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. I told people the same thing. Whether it's, you know, a thousand people watching or one people watching, I'm going to give you the same show and the same jokes and the same passion because I enjoy doing this. This has become my therapy. Not just cracking jokes and, and, and laughing and having fun because I love to do that and I love talking. Um, but being like I said, being able to talk to dope people and hear their stories and see the growth in them and watch them win, 
to me is fun. Yeah. I don't like seeing people lose. I and I'm one of the people I don't embarrass easy, but if I'm watching the movie and I know it's an embarrassing moment, I can't see it. Right. I can't watch. <laughs> I can't watch anybody getting like an embarrassing, like a really that embarrassing moment. I can't watch it. <laughs> right. It just makes I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I look away and I, oh, I turn like I can't watch it because I don't like seeing people lose as much as I joke about people and I make these jokes about all these people downfalls I still want to see them win it's great content don't get me wrong but at the end of the day I'm not rooting for anybody to fail so I can have something to talk about because I can talk about anything and still make jokes out of it it doesn't have to be failure because I can laugh at somebody's success just the same but I just want to see especially people who I feel are dope and the people I've been interacting with and, and, and talking with on Facebook and like I said you are one of them I really really want to see you succeed because like I said your platform is dope um, and I feel like what you do needs to be seen. So again, that's why I went hard on the promotion. Yes. And after we get done with the show, I'm editing this and I'm gonna go hard on the promotion again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I I feel like that is needed. You've mm-hmm. been around for a year. I don't think a lot of people even know about the radio thing. Right. You right, know. Right. They they just look they see some stuff and they just look past it like oh she you know he'll be doing this that long and the followers and this and that they don't none of yeah, that matters they don't look at doing numbers because again You're looking at your content matter, you know what I mean because I put out dope content like I said I don't care if five thousand people see it or five mm. you're still gonna get that same dope content because that's who yep. I am yep. Chris do the same thing whether we yep. have a thousand or five one or a million you're gonna still yeah. get these jokes you're gonna still get this word you still gonna get this work because that's who we are that's what we love to do that's why we're here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i don't do this because i have to i do it because i want to want to when i get off work and i know it's tuesday or wednesday or i'm going on somebody else's show i'm amped i am geeked i'm (laughs) mad if i know i can't get home in time enough for me to just relax and get my mind right i don't need to get my mind right because i know this is what I love mm. and I can feel it when I talk to people like you mm. this is what you love Yeah. there's no preparedness needed there's no I don't need to write a thousand things out I don't need to focus mm-hmm. because it's going to come out because this is what I do yeah. This is who I am. What you see on this camera is the same person you can ask my wife, you can ask my kids. I'm annoying. I'm loud. <laughs> I'm brash. I'm cocky. But I'm still me. You know, this ain't, I don't, that red light don't come on and you see somebody fake. This mm-hmm. is me. Asshole and all. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm an asshole. I'm, I'm sarcastic. You know, I crack jokes. But it's all love. And like I said, when I seen you talking, I seen that. I see it in your posts. You know what I mean? I see it in your stories. I see it in just the way you carry, like you said, your brand. It's Mm -hmm. not just for show. No, no, not at all. You know, yeah. It don't come easy. I can see that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because it it can be, like we said, it can be challenging in this game. It is, yeah. Um, Especially for women. Yeah. You know, it feels like and I can't speak to that. That's why this month I've been asking women when they come on the show, mm-hmm. comedians, how do you feel about being a comedian in this male-dominated game? Yeah. 
I asked you the same question. How do you feel about being a woman in this male-dominated game? Because you see more Joe Buttons than you see, mm, you know, a, a, a prominent female Joe. Not just Joe a prominent Rose, female, but a, I mean? not not just a prominent just female, but a prominent period. black female. Yeah, and that, and that's what I'm saying. You know, what I'm saying you see a lot more males mm-hmm. getting these big deals or getting these shows or getting these sponsors who ain't really talking about nothing. Yeah, who really ain't got no substance. Who really just cracked the mic and just hope the shit works out? No plan, no preparation. Right. I can I can say that because I'm I'm not one of them people, but I don't plan to prepare for this. I just know that I have this vision of how this show should go, mm-hmm. and that's how it's gonna go. And if yeah. it don't, better luck next better luck next time because I know I'm gonna get it right then. But I usually get it right because, again, when you have that vision, you have that passion, and you know how and where you want it to go, you're going to take it there regardless. So I have to ask this question. Um, I had a question asked to me, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I like to give fans they one little answer. So uh, somebody wanted to know, are you married? Am I married? No, Mm -hmm. I'm not married. (laughs) So you're single, they want to know. Yes, I am. No ring, ain't no ring okay. on it <laughs> right now. No. So you, so are you single or taking? Because I don't want your boyfriend to get offended by my next question. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I am like I'll say I'm taken. I'm say I'm taking. Say less. <laughs> because, because you say know less. I like to ask. I like to ask because I don't want to disrespect nobody's relationship or break up no happy homes. You know what I mean? But I'm I like to ask these questions. So that's good. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this. How does he feel about your success? Ooh, that's a great question. That's a great question. How he feels about my success? Because, you know, and, and, and I'm going to say this. Yeah. Some guys don't want a woman yeah. to be bigger than them in any situation. And that's a, that's a whole ego issue. You know what I mean? Their <laughs> ego won't allow them to know that my woman is out here reaching people right. or doing radio deals or just doing something that I'm just sitting up here Nothing. Yeah, you know I mean, so right. how does this just ask Stepman? Ask Stepman. Stepman, yeah. this nigga is the king of not doing nothing, and his woman got it all. Like, it's so important. You know, that's why it's so important to choose your partner wisely. You know, not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I will say this: the person that I'm with, he has supported me from day one that matters you know it when does. people who are around mm-hmm. you who believe in your vision who believe in your mission who support your success who are there with you before you pop off before you got them deals and who are with you as you consistently grow i you know it's so important and so i'm really fortunate because they are someone who has their own success and something that he taught me was that you have to have your own happiness i remember Mm -hmm. in relationship with him when he told me in the beginning like you have to have your own happiness i was like what do you mean like why would i be in a relationship if you're not gonna make me happy like that's how i viewed it like you're not trying to make me happy like why is my my happiness not your responsibility too no it's your responsibility that's not how it works it really is and because i'm passionate about this the bible says your gifts will make room for you and i see how he's able to stand on the sidelines see me grow and flourish because he's like that's what makes you happy you want to go back to school at 30 that's what makes you happy 
that's what will make you the most fulfilled. It's fulfilling purpose in your own terms, on your own terms, doing something that he has no ability to do for me, which is make the impact and be the woman of my own word, right? And impact mm -hmm. other people with my words, impact other people in a space that's going to help them flourish, help them grow. And that's what's most important, I think, for anybody, whether you're a podcast host or not, in relationships, you have to be responsible for your own happiness, even if that means doing these things that your partner has no influence on, which is pursuing what will pursuing what your gifts um, are, podcasting, writing, being a journalist, whatever it is. And so I'm very fortunate for that. Most deaf. I can tell you That's right now, up. that is going yeah. to be the lead clip. I'm leading with that. <laughs> <laughs> be the first thing I cut out. Wow. Get out of tomorrow whenever I get to it. Because I usually do my um, editing like on a Friday. I don't really edit. Let's, mm -hmm. let's get that straight. This show is live. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, there are mistakes made, but we get, keep going. But I, when I do, that's the actually we just look at it like the that's the beauty of the live. That's like the draw talk show. It's, uh, it's like a talk live talk show. We just I, and that's the then that's when I started the show. Like I said, it was just supposed to be wild and crazy. But as I evolved and had more guests, and had a little more guests who were prominent in in a local sense, or some who were a little more known, I was like, I like this format of just being live talking to people. Like a talk show. So mm -hmm. my inspiration was like Arsenio Hall, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yes, um, I Jay that. Leno, um, uh. Jimmy Fallon, you know what yeah. I mean? Just, just having fun with it. Just having it. fun. It's not serious. It's not stuffy. You ain't got to wear a five-piece suit, and, you know what <laughs> I mean? Know everything about everything. No, it's laid back and relaxed. It's a safe space for you to come on, have fun, and just enjoy yourself. So uh, I had another question. Because <laughs> she's hit, she's hitting them all. She's hitting all the points, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's the thing. I knew, I, I, I knew that would happen, but it just. But so, see, I like, I, I love the answer. I love your your response for him being your support. That is what's there we needed. Go. That's that what is what is needed. A so lot of people again. don't it's realize. The simplicity. It's the simplicity. Yeah, a lot of people. But here's the thing: a lot of people don't realize that. And relying on someone else for your happiness is a selfish act. Mm. And I Thank say you. that because mm -hmm. my job is to love you, respect you, yes. honor you, yeah. be there when you need me, speak life into you. Mm. But I can't make you happy and me happy. Come on. Come on. I'm saying it again. I can't make you happy and me happy. Just like vice versa. You can't do all, right. all that honor, exactly. love, respect. And then I expect you to make me happy on top of all the things you're already doing. That's selfish of me. You're already spreading yourself doing a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. My happiness is my thing. Yep. You make me happy. Mm -hmm. but you, I don't need you to make me happy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and I'm glad you touched on that because that man's the truth let him know that i said that he's, he's the truth <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of guys yeah. a lot of guys don't get that concept right you know? yeah and that's and that's dope that he is the, he was, trying to make somebody happy who sometimes you can't make that happy. person happy right no matter what yeah, you no matter do, what that you person do just might not be happy mm -hmm. and it ain't nothing you can do but now you frustrated because they not happy Exactly. And she's frustrated because she can't be happy. So yep. y'all both frustrated. So y'all both looking at each other like, what the is going on? <laughs> so it's a vicious circle and a cycle that just I had to learn. Like, my wife's happiness 
it's kind of my job, but at the same time, it's not my responsibility. Come on. Right. That's it. Like, I can do, you know, and I make her more mad than happy sometimes because I say a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> But it's all love. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And with you guys, somebody, I said some crazy stuff and they spit their water out of the room. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but no, like, that's, it's a it's a vicious circle and a cycle that I've had to learn. Like, I can't depend on my wife to make me happy. Mm-hmm. She makes me happy, but she does so much that me asking her to drop everything she's doing to make me happy is selfish on my part. Right. I need to depend on myself to be happy because if I can't make me happy, how can I make her happy? Period. You know, I think a lot of people who are single too, like I love to hear from those who are married, those who are, you know, it it matters so much because you know what it's like on the other side, right? And I think for those who are single, this is important to hear. I think you are so much more attractive as a woman, as a man, when you have your own hobbies, when you have your own craft, when you have mm-hmm. your own passion project. That just makes you more attractive to other people. They're like, okay, because even with nothing. my platform, you know, my significant other, he can look at that and he could say, wow, like, I see what you do. You have your vision, you write it down, you run with it. You treat it seriously it's like a baby right you nurture it um and you can grow right you have your trajectory and you're following through you're committed like there are a lot of skills that you lend to your passion part that you're going to do in a relationship you know what i'm saying like okay you're committed to this you're showing up for this you're not Mm -hmm. making excuses those things are attractive to prospective partners. You know what I'm saying? They can see your growth. They can see that you're you're not giving up in this area, um, that you're treating it seriously, and that you love something. How do you treat what you love? They're looking at that. You know what I'm saying? So for those who are single, I want to just, just impart that unto you. Like, instead of focusing solely on, I need to get someone, I need to get a man, I need to get a woman, focus on what you're doing. Because one, you could find someone who has that similar interest, like the blurred's eye view. You can find someone who's interested similarly in comics, who are similar, you know, interested in cosplaying and all those things. You can find those people in that niche, in that area that you love. And they're this also, those individuals can see you okay this is how you treat what you love you're consistent you're following through you're nurturing you're growing in these areas i want to be a part of that i want to be on the sideline and cheering you on and seeing where you go and where you take that like those are a lot of things that you can think about instead of all right damn i need a date tonight like nah you yeah because desperation breeds swamp monsters <laughs> oh <Yo>, man <laughs> that's the that's the, that's the catchphrase that's the catchphrase yeah, desperation breeds because dog I done been out there when I was single, and I know it's harder today because it's so much Ooh. more you got to deal with. Yeah. Dale Curry, right. stay with your wife, brother. It ain't worth it. You don't want to <laughs> be out work here doing that game. Work, work that out. Because I'm telling you, the, the pool it's, is dirty. It's, the pool is dirty. It has pee Oh, in the it pool. ain't dirty. It got mobo <laughs> growing at the bottom. <laughs> it's so, because look, man, let's, I'm going to be honest. I'm an honest person. You got to deal with. Women who are men, men who are women, and, and then you yeah. got to deal with people who don't know what they're talking about. COVID. Yeah. Then you got to deal with people who are doing milk crate challenges. Imagine dating a dude. You go out on a date with a guy. Man. He pick you up at seven and his eyes all black and bruised. He got a cut look like uh, Mike Tyson to beat him up. You be like, oh, my God, what happened? Oh, I just did the milk crate, crate challenge. challenge. You walking away. You not stand for that madness. <laughs> Telling you. Ain't nothing sexy about a dude who thought it was cool to jump on milk crates and wobble, wobble, bow. 
talk talk to me when you walked on a jungle gym at at, at a young age. Then we can talk. But right now at this age, like, you shouldn't be I, doing I, no I, real crazy. And, and, and I say that because I, I I and I don't want to be that old guy. Oh, get off my line, guy. But it, it's it's weirder now. The last ten years have been weirder. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't sure. be single nowadays. It's so hard because everybody want to be Insta famous and TikTok it. You trying to go on a date and she trying to do a dance for a million followers <laughs> and then OnlyFans and then you know what I mean? It's just right. so much. Like how? There's so much. There is so much more to to. It was it was it was with. simple back in my day. You went to the club, you meet a girl, you go home. Right. If y'all do stuff, you do stuff. If not, you treat her with respect and you call her, and make sure she got home. Exactly. And then you try it again. You know, <laughs> it it wasn't this hard. Layers. Like now you got a hey girl, what's your Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, all this other <laughs> stuff. You can't even get a phone number nowadays. You dudes don't even know what a phone number is. I swear <laughs> to God. This is true. Let me Girls get your Instagram page. Yeah, <laughs> imagine Snapchat. going to a club nowadays, Chris. Uh, you like, hey, baby, you look good. I want to get to know you. What's your name? How you doing? Let me get your Instagram. Let me get Put your Instagram, Instagram on my phone. <laughs> Put your Snapchat right here. Right. Bring it's up so your little square so I can scan it. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're auditing Facebook and Instagram profiles before they're really even getting to know you. Like, what's your followers like? And like and what's I'm not answering that friends? question. Mm -hmm. Like, that feels weird to me. Like, I, yeah. when I, look, true story, when we got into this, I wasn't Instagram guy. I wasn't number guys. I wasn't trying to post all the time. That was them. I left that to them. And I had to fo really force myself mm -hmm. to really get out there and get on Instagram and start interacting because yeah. I could care less. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, seriously. I'm with like, you. Like, none of that felt important to me. None of that felt like a need. I didn't care mm -hmm. because it's tedious. It's it, it's goofy. When people be like, uh, like I, I actually do. I was like, man, I want to. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Let's collaborate. Well, how many followers you got? I'm looking at his page like, morning, you nigga. <laughs> and that's what gives. While I'm on that podcast promoters, yes. if I have more followers than you, what are you gonna do for me? Exactly. Thank you. Four X people. <laughs> Four X. Oh I don't want to flip any Bitcoin. Exactly. I'm a and podcast. I'm I told one guy, I said, I'm a podcast page. This is podcast is run by a robot AI system. We don't want it. We don't need it. Automated message 5269-Q. <laughs> because it's crazy. Like, I don't get it. And that, again, that's the whole internet and the, the evolution of where it's going. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a dinosaur. I'm old. I don't, <laughs> you know. We used to take typing class and laugh at them people, you know. Mm -hmm. And now here now we they are. Don't that's even the write that's the only. That's the only thing you can do nowadays is type. Yeah, this is true. You before know? before I had a platform, actually before the pandemic, I'm gonna keep it real. I wasn't even on Instagram. My page was private. Like I was not a person who had the social media presence. I didn't know all the lingo. Like my followers uh. were were minimal. And it wasn't until I had this this brand, I'm like, oh snap! Like I need to learn See, how to how does, do these things. Let me you ask know? you a question because people that the word brand to me is yeah. foreign. You might as well be <laughs> saying Quan Chi Hoon Chi to when you say brand because it. How does that feel? And Chris, I want you to answer this too. Okay. When you say I have a brand, 
what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. I'll let the toy go first. Okay. Uh, so with your brand, I think what that means is that you presence. Like when people see your platform, what does it mean? What does it look like? Do they want to be a part of it? Are you consistent with what your your intent is, with what your mission and vision is? And how does that translate? That's the vision. I mean, that's that's what branding means to me. When I think about the intro of my, my podcast, when I think about what it means to be feminist, what it means to be faith-based, what it means to be, you know, addressing the millennial issues that matter, how is that translated to if no one has ever heard my podcast, when they go on my social media platform, does that resonate? Does it, it, do, it do they see the parallel? Am I consistent with my messaging? across the board that's what i feel like with podcasting and even with the name of my show a woman of her word like i'm looking at the time because i'm like i said i am dropping today my my podcast we had a bit of an issue on the back end with editing so i'm still gonna release but funny story right so my editor i gave him some episodes a week ago a couple weeks ago when i was still in florida i was on in jacksonville when i was on the Mm. queenish podcast with your podcast but for the Mm. queenish episode i know you know, and I had set, you know, I had a whole bunch of episodes. I was recording. I was on vacation. I was at the beach. You know I mean, at the pool, recording podcast episodes. I was everywhere. Right? That's dedication, yo. Dedication. Because yeah, if I'm at the beach, I ain't got nothing but a drink in my hand. Uh, just a drink. <laughs> and right. the sun in my face. And the sun <laughs> on my back. Because I ain't doing nothing but Nada. ordering my ties and towels. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> Right. But, you know, the name, the name of my platform is a woman of her word. Right. And I released um, a, a post yesterday saying my podcast is dropping two days, season two. And I went to my editor. What happened is he edited the wrong episode. And I find out today and I'm like, yo, I need to release this episode because this person who I'm promoting, he has an event on 9-11 and I want to make sure I give it enough time to air for his followers to hear this, for them to know, okay, this is his mission behind what he's doing. This is his vision. Like, it's not just basketball. I'm a huge basketball fan, but we talk about leadership. We talk about how can we encourage and motivate other millennials to start nonprofits? How can we encourage and motivate other millennials? to be business owners and to view you know what they're doing and to take it to the next level that's the spin that I'm taking on mm-hmm. on my podcast what is your story and how can you educate and provide tools to other people who want to do what you're doing who want to impact others right and so I tell my editor he's like yo I, I edited the wrong episode like um you know but I'm like I'm a woman of my word if I say I'm releasing something Give me that episode, put the intro, put the outro. We can we can always do additional edits after today, but I'm sticking to what I said I was going to do. So even mm. if I'm on vacation, even if I'm doing this, I'm making sure that I'm doing something, even if I'm taking a break. I'm I'm being consistent with promotion, with being present, with interacting, with even, you know, gaining followers in that in, in those off time, in the off season, right? Like in between, in between, like how am I still engaging with other people, spreading the word? Like I'm spreading the word with my Uber driver, like, oh, like, did you know? Like I'm on a podcast. Like if you know anybody who's interested in this and I, even people delivered my food, I've shared my podcast with. Like you don't have that's She's your brand. It out there. That's your brand. It doesn't have to be on social media what are you saying with other people offline you know when nobody's listening nobody's watching what are you doing when nobody's watching 
that's what mm. matters. I'm sorry to go long, Chris, but oh like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Needs to me. I'm, this, is, this, this, is, this is your thing. Yeah, this, this is your is thing. Really, you. You know, yeah. we're here. I'm just happy to be here pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, uh, when I look at when I look at the, the term my brand, mm-hmm. I look at what blurred's eye view means for me. You know, it's it's a blurred's eye view is is talking about geek culture from a POC point of view. I can't have I can't have someone non-white on the show talking about subject matter that means nothing or doesn't showcase or doesn't uh, fit the narrative of the show it doesn't it doesn't work for me because yeah. then it's just like now I'm going to to the opposite direction and allowing how do I say it, the colonizers to well, overtake <laughs> the overtake <laughs> the over the overtake the message and I can't do that like we see that all the time yeah. you know so I have I have a brand to protect I have a namesake to, to hold a hold to the whole uphold to you know it's called blurred's eye view not just the eye view of a comic geek or whatever you know it's 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 from our point of view not theirs yeah so yeah that's how I We've look at that it. story before yeah <laughs> <laughs> right Sam well, the reason I asked that question is because, to me, I never really cared about branding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of do, but that wasn't my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, this show started out of spite. <laughs> I was told <laughs> I couldn't do it, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Don't tell me what I can and can't That's do. Right. When I know I can talk shit with the best of them. <laughs> you know? Um, so I was like, every show for the first season... I would shout out the person who told me I couldn't do it wow. at the end of my show. That's right. Every show. And and every, I said it in Spanish, German, <laughs> everywhere you can think of to shout this person out, I yep. did. Mm-hmm. Not for them, but for me, because I wanted to remember why this show started. Mm-hmm. I got rid of it after the first season because I felt like I proved myself. Yep. So second season, I looked for a new target. Then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I don't need a target. I don't need to prove it because I've proven it by my first year doing three seasons. You know what I mean? And really this past month, getting a thousand followers on Instagram in about a week, I went from 400 to a thousand in two weeks. Wow. A little over two weeks. You know what I mean? I've jumped on Instagram quick. So I was like, well, if I do this and I go from, Four, let's say four to five hundred to a, over a thousand in two weeks. Imagine if I really took this shit seriously. Come on. <laughs> Imagine if I Come really on. posted. Like I wasn't posting daily. I think I got a hundred, less than two hundred posts on my Insta, on my what's shit Instagram. Less than two hundred wow. posts, but over a thousand followers. So I was like, man, okay, I am a brand. Yes, you are. And then last season we had some guests on. We did the sister circle. You know, it was sort of like Queenish, but on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. And I've had a black male panel where we talked about George Floyd and all that stuff. Then we did King-ish. So I'm like, the things I'm doing now, I'm putting a name to them. But back when I was doing them, I was just doing them to do them. I wasn't thinking about branding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just was like, hey, this is what we see. This is what I want to do. Let's do it. No thought behind it. No real promotion. Like, I wouldn't even promote them. Chris, what was our promotions back then? It was just like... <laughs> Yo, uh, it's just really... like us talking about it in a post. Speaking yeah. of, I, oh, Chrissy, let me forget. 
I forgot to tell y'all that our guest is provided to us today by, here's our sponsor. Oh, you just popped in a Kanye West get right for the summer workout tape. And ladies, if you follow these instructions exactly, you might be able to pull you a rapper, an NBA player, man, at least to do with a car. That's right, body by the ladies. If you're tired of getting that 45-year-old wannabe rapper in your inbox, those stalkers who never want to seem to let you go, or those scrubs on the passenger side of their best friend ride trying to holler at you, then try Body by Ye. It'll get rid of those guys who live with their mom or drive their mom's minivan. For a limited time only, you can get Body by Ye, the hottest workout not recommended by doctors or plastic surgeons. Visit KanyeWestWorkoutPlan.com or call 1-800-CASH-ME-OUT for free 99 Body by Ye can help you move on from Tyrone and get you a Tyler. Consult your doctors or surgeons or plastic surgeons because results may vary, but don't get your hopes up. This has been brought to you by the makers of Mother Lover Truckers, Mullers.com, and SpeedDating.org. And also, WeHateMen.com. So shout out to Body by Ye, our, uh, one of our <laughs> lovely sponsors here who don't exist. But we said, fuck it, we go run it like we run it. We got our own commercial, so... <laughs> <laughs> We gonna do that. So, um, this has been fun. Um, it's so insightful. Like, um, I like insightful. I love insightful. I, I do. Love, I'm, I'm know, very. I am very. I am very pro black. I am so. <laughs> I am so pro black. Oh, like, I'm like black. I'm black, all for black the, on black on black for black, real. Black like, on black on black. That's oh my crazy. god. <laughs> <laughs> Like fist and arm, and like, look, it's all back there. <laughs> like, I'm all, I'm all for the culture, man. So I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh, yes, that's what I'm with do. y'all. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm that scene. Um, not really a scene, but Issa Rae, she was at an award show, and she yes. acts. You know, like that uh, is what plays. I'm rooting for everybody intro. black. I'm yeah, everybody black. That's in the intro of my podcast. I kid you not. It's in my uh, intro, and so I couldn't be in more alignment with you both. That's what matters. That's why we're here. We have to be a voice in in, in our areas, in in the comic world, in maternal health world, in the talking shit world. Like, what what do I we didn't care know I had, about? I did. I do have a girl. <laughs> what do we care about? And, and what what do the people need to hear? You know what I'm saying? The truth. Like, that's that's what matters. So. Speaking of the truth, um, we touched on this last week, and I just couldn't let it go. So, Flex Alexander. <laughs> Flex Alexander. We never um, forgave you for this. Oh I still God. ain't over that. I still ain't over that. Um, never forgave you Have you, you seen that. that? It's called a, what is it, The Man in the Mirror, The Looking Glass, Michael I Jackson's know. story? Something like that. Yeah, it's... It was like VH1 or VHS? No, it was, like, or, it was a lifetime. lifetime. It, was a li- it was lifetime. That was a so, lifetime. How do you... Have you got... Have you seen some of these lifetime movies? No, I have not. They did not like a TLC one and... Mm-mm. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Aaliyah. They did one with Aaliyah. Aaliyah, Aaliyah one. That was a travesty. Oh, Let's like just they, say all the VH1s was, was bad. Like, yeah, none the, of them the, were good. Yeah, the when they played the Aaliyah one, you know, fans <laughs> fans were tuning in. You right. know, because they no were expecting that they were expect yeah they were expecting to hear well known mm-hmm. Aaliyah song. They heard 
none Nothing. of the none they of didn't them. play not one they played something like song. they did they did one where way before she even got signed it was like something from star search or something like oh that like nobody God. had even heard of it wow. it was so if obscure we were... i ain't never heard of some of these songs Mm-mm. no uh, i have not i, I just I, I can't get over that like i don't know and we and i asked this question no pay no amount of pay is worth it. for this stuff like right. like and and that's a, that's that's another question. Have you got hit up by the Illuminati yet? Have <laughs> I got hit up by Illuminati? <laughs> no, I have I've had them in my inbox. Like, hey, brother, you, you want millions of riches? All you gotta do is sacrifice two chickens and a cat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'd be like, nah, oh. dog, I'm good. You as bad as them podcast promoters who can get me more fans. Yo, speaking get so out speaking of which, Forex is. Uh, uh, podcast promoters and the Illuminati. And, and, and Illuminati. Can y'all not just contact us at all? Can you just leave us off the put us on the do not call list, please? Thank you. <laughs> I don't want nobody. And please, Miss Latoya, cover your ears when I say this, but 4X people. <laughs> podcast promoters. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati. Shut up, bitch. Shut up. We don't need you. We don't want you. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that. I don't need it. I don't care if you can get me $5 billion and 10 million followers. I don't want it because to me, that ain't real. Um, And you know what? I'm going to go there. We see some people's pages, podcasts, you know, Facebook and all that who seem popping, Mm -hmm. but they bought them. They mm. bought some of them followers. They mm. bought them fans. It's not organic. They're not real. I don't want no spam bots following me. I'll be looking at some of the followers I got now. Now I done made a joke. When I hit a thousand, I was like, I know yeah, I hit a thousand and this might not last because half of these are bots. <laughs> but thank you for coming anyway. I'll see you when I hit a thousand again. That's how I feel because I know I'm not buying followers. I believe in if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it the best way I can and build the best way I know how. And here's a question. When you started, did you find yourself... Let's talk about doubters. Did you have doubters and haters? And two-part question. How did you react to them? Mm -hmm. And how did you feel? Like, starting out, you you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what? To this day, it's so interesting. I have, you know, my personal page where I promote my podcast then I have my podcast platform and interestingly my podcast platform I know is going to exceed far exceed what my personal page in terms of followers because of actual relationships that I'm building just like mm-hmm. you I don't like the spammy forex traders I don't like the spammy podcast promoters because I'm like at the end of the day those are not the people who my message is for so why are you following me I rather take the time and slowly build than have something that blows up and it's not real it's a facade that's not the point you know what i'm saying and in terms of doubters interestingly like i'll post a lot on my stories right i I like to interact and engage that way and there's so many people who will watch my stories who have not yet followed my podcast page people who i know so i'm not Mm. saying that they're doubters but i say that they watch But they're more of a spectator than they are a supporter. And I'm very cognizant of who those people are. And I'm like, I'm going to show it for you anyway. Because I know you're watching. I'm I'm not going to stop. 
You may not I, be a follower and a supporter. You're a spectator, but I'm still here. <laughs> I'm glad you say that because I was hoping you said that because here's mm-hmm. something, a little wisdom I found out. Yes. Um, in starting this show, this show wasn't supposed to be this show. It was supposed to be something else. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to start it with a group of people who, when it came time to do it, they were nowhere to be found. Right. Now, those same people watch my content but don't mm. always follow it and I've known these people for you know some time so yeah. then we let's fast forward to Instagram I've looked at the and I wasn't like I said I wasn't the number guys but I start looking at that insight button on my podcast page mm-hmm. I've reached like a thousand people who don't follow me and I'm just like that's wild that I've reached a thousand people who don't follow me and like 41 who follow me so I'm like what is going on right and then I thought about <laughs> it like I get it those people aren't going to start following me till I'm really popping so they can say they're there for that mm-hmm. ride. They don't want to join you on the journey when it's hard. They want to get to you when you're already rolling, when yep. you're already high. Once yep. you get a million followers, they be like, oh, yeah, mom been following him since he, uh, day one and all his content. <laughs> and she was, I was wondering if she was just, you know, starting out and he, he popping now. Look at him, Blurred's Eye View is yep. a household name. And I was there from the beginning. Right. Because people don't want the work. They want the story. They want the clout. Right. So if That's your right. name is popping, look whose name they saying. And mm-hmm. when it's not, they going to watch. And they going to watch. They going to keep watching. Until yep. you start popping, then they gonna start. Oh yeah, man! I see what you're doing, man. Oh yeah, keep it up, player. Oh, I like what you got going on over there. <laughs> oh, you doing this shit? Oh man, I'm so proud of you. I knew you could do it. Mm. Miss me with that BS. Miss me with Please. that. True. Because uh, because family members will be the same way. I learned this game. Family exactly. members will say they. Oh, hey, I love what you do. Well, what I do last week. Oh well, you know you, uh, you did the thing with the thing, man. You know that you did, uh. well, nigga. No, what, really, what did I do? Who did I have on? Who was one of my guests? Cause I, I'm one of them people. Like, don't tell me you follow me. Show me you follow me. Yeah, I say like, yeah, yo, I like. Say something. Like, I like what how y'all did that with whatever, the, whatever the guests who y'all had last week. I like how y'all did that. That was funny. Yeah, what did we do? Yep. Right. You know, let me know. Cause I'm not gonna let that go. You're not don't gonna just, tell me you did something and then then do it. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look at my yeah, followers. Like, I don't see you. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. You know, like, don't don't say that. all that. And if you haven't put in the work, you gotta put in work. Like I'm yeah. putting in the work. Because when these dollars start popping, them same people again gonna be. Oh yeah, you know I knew you had it in you, nephew. And let me hold a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me hold a dollar. <laughs> let's let's take this picture together, nephew. Exactly. <laughs> I knew, yeah, I knew it all the time. I, like, I've been tell, be telling people at work, man, you, you got it. You, you gonna do it? Look at my nephew out here doing his thing. My niece doing her thing, you know. Man, look at her. She, I knew she had it in her hand all the time. She, I was watching. You know, I was right. waiting. I was, I was looking from the shadows because I didn't want to really be a part of it until she really Because <laughs> that's how, that's how it is. Let's be honest. I mean, you know. So true. When I'm not I started. When I started, I remember, especially in my stories, like promoting my podcast and I had like 30 followers, like, you know, wanting people. I thought initially like, okay, my family, okay, my my friends on Instagram, they're going to follow me. I don't have to Mm -hmm. ask them, but I'm still Mm -hmm. like, all right, you guys follow me. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the platform. And that's the thing you you find on social media. A lot of people will be like really happy and excited, i.e., right, when you get a job. But when you have a business, 
It's like crickets. Yes. No one is supporting you then. They support because, you be, when you be, be working for the man, but when you're building and scraping and no one is there until you I, pop off. And what I really allowed me to soar and to fly was ridding myself of the idea that friends and family have to be my audience. They don't have to be your audience. Mm. They don't have to be your niche. They don't have to be the, the people who you impact. And like literally, there's no one who's going to support you like a social media friend. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all oh. heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, the biggest support I've seen were from people I don't know. Don't know. Right. Like yeah. I said, because it's and the reason why people are happy when you get a job versus you get your own, because mm-hmm. you're doing something they don't want to do, but they want to do. Everybody want to be out here yes. popping on a podcast. Everybody want to be out here making millions of dollars and owning their own business. Right. But the work it takes and the grind and the losing mm-hmm. sleep and the losing friends because you're going to lose some friends on this road. I can tell you straight up, you know, you're going to lose some family members on this road of trying to build your own empire. And people don't want to see you build your own empire because they don't have what it takes to do it or they don't want to put in work. They want an easy bake oven recipe type. That's where the let me hold a dollar comes into play. Uh, you know, it ain't you got a dollar, let me hold it. <laughs> so it ain't that they don't care. Cause they gonna watch as soon as you pop. Oh, they gonna come back around. But now that you out here grinding and you don't have time for their bullshit and you don't have time, you only thing you doing is eat, sleeping and breathing and living your brand and your podcast and putting that work in. They're not going to come around. They're not going to care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to watch. You know, they'll, they'll pop in and I'm like, oh, let me see what you think you're doing. Oh, he ain't popped yet. It's true. I found that out because, like I said, I have put out content for for a year now we, we've been putting out content you know and it wasn't until and i'll be sharing i'll be like oh yeah let me share with my family you know what i'm saying they're gonna they're gonna definitely gonna repost it mm-hmm. that's what i heard yeah and then i go to some people i don't know i'm like oh man they ain't gonna share it oh man dope man i like it man keep going brother i'm gonna repost it man i'm sharing it yep. tagging me i'm Happy. like yeah that's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Then, yeah. like I said, I went on Instagram, and for I said to myself, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to do nothing but work, and I'm going to just start putting all the shows on here for two weeks and see what happens. Blew up. And it was people I didn't know who wasn't already following me. That's and it. That's crazy. Right. Because I don't get it. And, you be, and, it, and I used to feel like it would hurt. I used to be hurt by it. Yeah. I don't know if y'all felt the same way. Yeah, I was like, yeah. damn, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. I've known guys since you know, preschool, little league, high school, family members. Hell, I was born in some of you motherfuckers' families, and y'all still don't show that love. You can show love to Snoop and all these niggas who you don't know, mm-hmm. but the people, you person you know who's actually doing and trying to build to get to that level, you ain't got no time for it. Right. Now, once you do blow up again, you watch Watch. I know. Yeah. I, I I got a list of people. Mm-hmm. I wrote down a list. <laughs> I, I'm one of them people. I'm spiteful as hell, and I, I'm competitive. <laughs> I play football, basketball, baseball. I'm coach. I'm competitive. I keep a list of people who not only doubted me, but I know once I blow, 
they're gonna come around. I already knocked one off that list. Mm-hmm. The first, the first person who told me I couldn't do this show, my second season, she was like, "I didn't know you had it in you." Oh, look at you guys! Oh, your show is, boom, you're but off the list. That's it. That's it. But again, like I said, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy how competitive it is, but it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. Especially, you know especially I mean? amongst the black uh, black community, where where everybody there's room for everybody to eat. That's it. There's room for everybody to eat. Mentality. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, just like last night. That's why I did the show like that last night. There's room for everybody to eat. People on that show. Yeah. That's right. It's unfortunate. You know, a lot of people who have a I call it crabs in the barrel mentality. Oh yeah. I call it the same thing. It's like one person make it. It's like oh, it's you become. And intimidating to others when it's just like, no, let me be mm-hmm. a blueprint, right? If you haven't reached that pinnacle, look at me and be motivated. Don't be um, intimidated by what I'm doing. Or like, jealous. Or jealous right. and a hater. Like, nah, there's room for everybody. Nah, that nigga ain't audience ain't for shit. everybody. She ain't doing nothing I can't do. We didn't do it. That's what I, and that's my, when somebody tell me I ain't doing nothing they can't do, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Stay up till one in the morning. Get up at three in the morning. You posting content before you go to work. While you at work, getting off work, do it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You feel me? Do it. If this yeah. ain't hard, well, you know how many would be times. You know how many times I was like, I know I got to get up at four thirty. I know I have to get up at four thirty. I'm up till till midnight, and then I turn I, around. It might be taking a little long for something to upload because it's a little bigger than I thought. But then I like that's all right as long as I get these other pieces in place. When I get up in the morning before I leave, boom, yep. boom, boom. Done, I'm out the door. And then I'm at work. Then I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. Get that and I'll get this over here. Mm-hmm. Phone going dead before I can get out of there. So I gotta keep mm-hmm. my charger on. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, that's commitment. I, I purposely get up at three in the morning. Like, people ask me why I get up at three in the morning. Because nobody else is up at three in the morning. <laughs> Not too many people are purposely getting up at three in the morning. After going to bed at midnight, one or two, and still getting up at three, three thirty, four o'clock, and making stuff, trying to—it's the, the same dedication. It's the same dedication that a weightlifter or a bodybuilder mm-hmm. that's going to the gym. That's that I'll same. You, I'll tell you why I do it. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant and The Rock, and my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was a truck driver. He used to get. I never. I was like, I ain't never drinking coffee. When I was a kid, I was like, man, forget coffee. Coffee nasty. I drink. Get up every morning. I drink coffee. I check social media. I watch ESPN or I watch some football. Or I play the game and I just think of what I need to do, what I'm gonna do, what I might need to post, mm-hmm. and, I, and that's what I do. Kobe Bryant in the Rock because Kobe was in the gym before anybody. Yep. Yep. It was like Kobe never left the gym. Mm. He was the first one there, the last one out, and he was always working on being the best. And to be the best, you gotta work at it. You gotta lose sleep. You gotta make sacrifices. You gotta do what it takes mm-hmm. the right way to get there. Yeah, you know I mean, and Kobe taught me that. And the Rock, just because this, the, the charisma and the fact that he also was up three in the morning, hitting it, social media press yeah. you know doing all these things movies movie, shooting a movie having fun and, and if you know anything and if you going. know anything about shooting a movie you on yeah. set eight you ain't on the set eight since plus. eight hours you on it you on there 12 to 16 yeah you know plus that man can make a damn good tequila and, I tequila. Love <laughs> and you're just like where does the time go it's all in that yeah it's all in that. so watching these people 
and there's there's a couple more that I at I have Gary V. Um, I believe that even in this business, you can't be too big to learn from somebody else. One, ask mm-hmm. questions, watch what somebody else. I when I watch what somebody else is doing, I don't want to be them, but I do take small things away that I can put and and twist into my own type of thing because. I tried when I first started, like I said, I tried to be like some other things before I got started. And I was like, I can't do that. That's not me. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it this way. And I looked at it. I was like, that's not me. I can't do it this way. It's not going to work. It will feel forced. So you have to one, like we said, be yourself and two, do what works for you. And if it don't work, don't be afraid to scrap it and come back with something different. Um, That's, important i know you said tamra hall and oprah was two of your inspirations yeah you have more inspirations yes i do um when i think of uh you know just anyone i feel like women especially who are multifaceted because i have there's a lot of things that I've done. I realized I'm like, dang, like you, you, you've grown in a lot of areas. I've sung, I've, I dance, um, theater. So people across different industries, even like people like The Rock, like that you mentioned, who are kind of like non-traditional. I don't believe The Rock is the most talented person, but what you can say about no. him is his work ethic beats yeah, and supersedes, and is in a lane of his own. People like. Um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Oh, I'm so terrible with names. What's that comedian? Um, short. <laughs> oh my God, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, right? He's he's worked with The Rock too. Yeah. He's not the most t- funniest comedian, but no. he has a work ethic that will supersede it. That's and, another person, yeah. And go beyond yeah. so many more people because he realized, all right, this is my time where I have the spotlight. Let me milk it, right? Yeah. Let me do all that I can. People you know? don't realize with Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. he really wasn't popping at a time. Like it was. Paper Soldiers. Paper Soldiers. Yep. Soul play. <laughs> yes. But he kept going. Kept going. That's it. Even when people like me was like, what the Who the fuck is Kevin Hart? <laughs> right. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to him being a rock star comedian, selling out, you know. Yeah. So it's, I, I do love. Tyler Perry's. Tyler Perry's another story. Yeah. It was like his stuff, his content isn't that great. No. But he's consistently putting out content. Yeah. And he's and not only that, he's making sure that black people have jobs. Period. So it's just like you you know, he And he also is keeping wish. (laughs) Keep keep, keep your wish go. Don't worry, Don't worry. He's in, the, he's in Atlanta now. Maybe that'll change. Who knows? But we can one can hope, one can <laughs> wish. Uh, hope for the best, prepare for the worst is my motto. <laughs> it's all about work ethic. You know, that's yeah. what sticks out to me, male or female. Like, what can I mirror? What can I learn from? What can I adapt that will help me succeed? And not just me succeed, but create the most lasting impact. That's what's most important to me, for sure. I couldn't work with somebody who didn't get up until 8. Like, if you didn't get up before 8, I couldn't. 
Couldn't work Unless with Unless you had like a day off or something. Yeah. You know. Hell, you know. even on my day off, I'm up at three. Like, I don't sleep. No days off. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. there's no sleep. No I told my wife, I, mean, I was like, man, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to sleep in. But it ain't today. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if I try to lay in the bed, I'm still up at like six. I mean, so like, like, I, like, like I said today, like I didn't, like I said today, I didn't go to work. I still got up and got stuff done. But, you know. I was jealous. This man was like, I ain't get, I did some stuff, but I ain't get dressed about 4.30. I was like, 4.30? Wow. In the afternoon I, or morning? But, hey, like, but I was still working. I was still working. Because I wasn't feeling too hot, but just I was still. PJs and just do Yeah, nothing. I was still handling business. I was making yes. phone calls. I was posting up. I was, look. I was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't have to go nowhere because I didn't go to work. So I didn't have to go anywhere. So like, <laughs> Must be nice. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day where I ain't got to do that. I can just work from home. I'm on Friday. I guarantee you I'll be up. <laughs> I'm editing this because I, I won't do it tomorrow because um, I work. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, I, I I I I think we did this last week. We just kind of this whole talk show. We just ran it. Yeah. We, we ran it. When, so, when the content when the content is there, when the magic and the there. chemistry is there, it's just there. You you don't shut it off. Yes, yes, I'm loving it. Oh, it's been so, a big So, all women have been on your show, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I kind of. <laughs> I gotta have an incident out of this place. If possible. And here's what I hate. I know you had this happen. Like, people would DM me, like, out of nowhere and be like, hey, man, you think I can get on your show? I'm like, all right, uh, what you wanna talk about? Oh, shit, I don't know. I just wanna get on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. To do what? Exactly. You know, man, just just to be there. Just to, you know. Like, this is not a hobby. This is. We brother, don't like do, a, a we radio just, enthusiast, my brother. This ain't a hobby lobby, nigga. If you don't, you got to bring something to the table. Like, right what now. would you like, be talking about? Exactly. Oh, you, whatever y'all talking about that day. I'm like, we talking about uh, Pornhub and OnlyFans. Oh, I know a little bit about both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how was that? Well, I pay for both. I was like, nigga, get out. Of it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Go. <laughs> See yourself out. My door is always open until it's closed. It's closed <laughs> on you. Don't ever come back here. <laughs> Blocked. Right. <laughs> so how does that feel? Like, I mean, because you you building up a celebrity. Mm-hmm. We talked about the haters. Let's let's talk about the people who be like, I gotta work with you. I want to work with you. What's that feeling like to have from all from March thirty first? Mm-hmm. I would just jump out here to now. We're talking a year and some months later to now. You're popping, right? What does that feel like? It can and be- how and how do you stay grounded? Oh, that's a great question. Grounded, you know, it, it can get overwhelming. I'm not even gonna lie because it it went from me going out and searching right for these people to people now the tables have turned and they're coming to me like, can I mm-hmm. be on your platform? Um, and it takes it takes being like selective and again just knowing okay who are you serving and what sort of message do you want to impart like will this person serve my audience well and you sometimes you just got to be like no not right now or you just kind of come back with what is going to be um more effective in, in serving my the population that i'm trying to impart 
wisdom to, you know, and provide tools again, like tools and strategies to help the people that I'm that I'm I'm serving. So um, it takes being selective about that, and you have to kind of guard it, you know. Like I'm big on maternal health, so if your podcast, or if your platform, or if your business is your baby, you don't want just anybody holding a baby. You don't want just anybody just coming mm-hmm. into your space and and influencing the people who you impact. So you know, it's yeah, it's it's important yeah, that yeah, you're yeah, mindful yeah. of that. <laughs> Ask Chris. He had a guy who tried to uh, finagle his way up in some stuff, hipping with the flippity flippity. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. all all red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you see these red flags, and do you find it hard to tell these people no? Because you, I don't know if you you seem like a nice person. <laughs> How do you let someone down? You just, you know, and that's so funny because I was just interviewing the other day and they were asking me about like my leadership style and they were asking me about, you know, questions similar to this. And you, you, there's a way in which you can, um, you can do it. So the way I've learned, because I used to be an auditor, essentially, I didn't call myself that, but that's essentially what I did. I was an auditor um, working with the health department and I had to critique and analyze people's performance. And so, of course, when you're you're analyzing people, there's always going to be something that you find wrong. So there's a way that you sandwich it. You start off with the positive. You start off with what's glowing. Sandwich. You say the <laughs> negative things in the middle. This is what you can work on or this is you know, at this moment, this is not the right time, maybe, or this is not the direction that I'm going in this season. And then you end off again with something positive, positive, negative, positive. You just sandwich the negative in the middle. And that, that I like, I, I have used that philosophy, but mine is the other way around. I start with the negative, a little bit of positive, and then go back to the negative. So okay. here's how mine go. Mm-hmm. You're not a good fit for what I'm doing, brother. You have nothing to bring to the table. I like what you're doing, but you just won't work for me. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that bad. No. Always I just, have I, something to say that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, but also I have not found myself telling too many people no. Mm-hmm. Only because I've encountered some dope people and I know Chris have, that it's hard to say no to. Mm-hmm. Their story is compelling. It might yeah. not fit what you have going. Like, there was a we scrapped a whole show. I scrapped a whole show for somebody. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell nobody. I had already kind of was about to do some promo for them, mm-hmm. and somebody else came up and was like, their story was just had to. It took priority. It just had to be told at that yeah. moment. Right. So I've bumped a guest before. Um, I was just like, hey brother, um, sorry, I'm at to move you back to next week. Something came up. Please don't watch tonight because you, <laughs> you make you feel bad. Like you know, yeah, you don't want to do. I don't. I don't want him in the comments like, "Nigga, that was my spot. I was supposed to be there, man. You told me something came up, and now you got this guy on here, man." <laughs> but it happens. Um, so it's getting late, and you know, I know you got to get your episode out. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to cut it short. We will have you back on because that's what we do. Uh, but before we go, we do this thing called parting shot. It's where you get that last word out and then get to tell everybody where you want to go. So if you had a message you want to get out, what would your parting shot be? 
It would be uh, to, you know, follow me, <laughs> follow a woman of her word podcast. Before I even get into that one, I want to say thank you to you both for having me on this platform, for considering me to be a part of that queenish panel. I absolutely loved it. I learned so much from those ladies. It was such a great opportunity to meet others, um, to learn about their platforms. I actually had one of those ladies come onto my platform and I was able to interview her. And that was super dope. So you literally are creating networks for other people. So I want to be doing what I thought I was going to do when I did what I was going to do. I told you, Chris. I told your sister circle. I said, I said, this wasn't by accident. This was no. by design that I brought these dope women together. Yes. Um, and like I said, when I because Brandy chose her people, I chose mine. And when I chose my people, I chose the people who I felt like when they get together, mm. it's going to be some work being done behind the scenes. We might not know about it. Right. And I don't want no credit for it. I just need to know that the work's being done. That's all I, that's all I need to know. Um, yes. So and- bless yes yes you want me to continue so you yes. can, you can find me but you know um at a woman of her word pod the the platform that i have is a a feminist a faith-based space where we discuss all things millennial issues that matter so i'm i'm now in season two i'm super excited and i hope to have you both on the platform because you guys are rooting for everybody black Ooh, Yes, definitely. Oh, we lost her sound. I lost her sound. Lost her sound. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's, 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 there you go. Be, yes, mom was calling. Sorry about that, guys. Oh. But, <laughs> and, and speaking of which, my mom has been on the platform. We talked about motherhood. We talked about legacy. Look so I, I, I love, you know what I'm saying? Building my tribe and, and bringing um, those individuals who are doing great things to my platform to share that. Share your stories. Something that you shared, D, that I, I want to mention that was just so impactful to me was just proving people wrong, right? Like doing the things oh, that I, people have counted you out that. for. So I want you to come on that I show if you'd that. like to and, and talk about that. Oh, oh, I can. I wrote a book about it. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I really wrote a list mm-hmm. of people who I felt like doubted me when we started this. Yep. And those same people have motivated me mm-hmm. to do more. I said, mm-hmm. you know, and. and and I think it's Baker, like Baker Mayfield, play for the Cleveland Browns. I'm one of the people who I kind of strive on that external conflict, that proving people wrong, that chip on my shoulder, that mm-hmm. doubt that you can't do it. So sometimes I make up rivalry. Sometimes in my head, <laughs> I wrote. Some people on this list probably have never done nothing to me, but I feel like they doubt me in their mind. They might not have said it or showed it, but I feel like they deserve to be on this list to be proved wrong just because. Right. I just, I don't know why, but that's just how I am. I, I feel like that, that um, like I said, that conflict, that, that, that internal struggle, mm-hmm. that struggle with someone else, it, it feeds not only the ego, but it, it motivates my spirit. Mm. I don't know why I'm built that way. Like I'm not, I'm not really confrontational. It's not like I'm just walking up like, yeah, nigga, I remember you said I wasn't gonna be shit. But in my, in my, on my, oh, you know, once you start giving me them kind words, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I don't have to say say less. I don't have to say nothing else. I don't have to be boisterous about it. I don't even have to let you know that I know that you didn't like me because I'm not gonna do that. You cannot like me, and and I'm fine with that. But just know, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Period. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind talking about it. I can. 
you're that person at the gym like if we're like next to you on um you know on the elliptical or something like you're going hard you know like there's that oh, yeah. spoken like i'm competitive <laughs> ain't nobody gonna outwork me you're not right gonna, you might be more talented but i'm outlast you because i can find my second and third win i'm gonna I'm stay here like yeah, i don't care how you power. feel about it but i'm here Chris, follow me now uh, what, is, is, a, is a good one. Like some people don't have yeah, some crazy ones. That was straight to the point. Like follow me <laughs> now. Just, just get, just get with it. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> we just wrapped up our season finale uh, last night for Blurred's Eye View. Uh, I was going to take two weeks off. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. She's going to be on season three. You come back. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Uh, but uh, I'm still doing, I still do IG lives on Friday. So I do still blur, uh, blur week wrap ups on IG lives. That'll be at eight o'clock now. Uh, we might be doing something this week. Yeah, we got to because Chadwick Bozeman's anniversary of his death is Saturday. So we'll probably be talking a little bit about some of his works and everything this week. Um, just tune in. We'll check out the link tree. Follow follow me on uh, Instagram at Blur's Eye View, all one word, or you can go to Chris Fury One also on Instagram and just follow the link tree. Both have the same link tree, and just follow all the links that's on there because uh, I'm a little bit of everywhere. Uh, if it's not YouTube, <laughs> it's Facebook. If it's not Facebook, it's IG. If it's not IG, it's TikTok. So I'm doing something, you know. So yeah, <laughs> we're still doing our thing. Awesome. I'm trying to we get that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yo, you you just when he said she she ended season one and then went to straight to season two like a day later. I'm like like twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's crazy. I wanted to do it September, but here we are. I'm like, okay, we out here. And sometimes the call is there, and you you got to answer the call. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's you like the X Men. It. It, it was just like, it's like the X Men. You just got done saving these. God forsaken humans, <laughs> and here they go doing it again. You know, so it's bigger than me the, right now. You tell the kid don't touch the fire; they still gonna touch the fire. So you just gotta be mindful right. of that. <laughs> oh, because I'm lazy, and it's my show. I can do this. You see it at the bottom. If you ain't seeing it, then that means you ain't watching, and that means I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at what this shit underscore podcast. Uh, I got a link tree. I made a link tree. It's been getting some hits. I got about 50 hits so far. Um, got my first voicemail. That was crazy to see. Um, I'm on TikTok. Not as much because I'm old. I don't do that shit like I should. Uh, Instagram. My personal page is Darius DC Chambers, all one word. Um, first, before I get to the future, I got to acknowledge the past. So thank you for coming on. Um, I will be in your inbox again. As you show in love because I have to. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, this is not a one off. I tell people that when I when I think they're dope. There's no one off. There was no one and done. There is no this is the this is the last time you'll see them. We'll find some way to get you back. Um because I believe your talent is undeniable and needs to be um shown. Um and I say that to say this, next week we have our last entry for the Dope Black Man of August. And it is somebody I went on their show and we started this challenge. It's called Hashtag Speak Life Challenge. And the show was about speaking life into your partner and relationships. So 
uh it's been dope so she's coming on michelle ronan from the through the looking glass podcast will be here next week um hopefully i can give her the same dope content um promotion but i don't know i, <laughs> I hope you don't hear that i believe in you, you i feel i feel bad when i say that out loud because it's not like i don't try to put Anywho, whatever. It's my show. I do what I want. You don't like well, it. So, okay, here, let, me, let me make it better for you. So you get your, she, they started the, well, you guys helped started the Speak Life into your partner challenge. Speak uh, Life challenge. Yep. The Speak Life challenge. Latoya's partner spoke life into her. Come on. See how that just came back around? I was going to say it earlier, but I want, I didn't want to ruin her moment. So I was like, you know what? This ain't about me. I'm going to let her do her thing. But hashtag Speak Life on Instagram is not trending. But you better get ready before you get lost. Um, so next week, Michelle Ronan will be on the show from Through the Looking Glass. Thank you for coming on this week. Um, if you don't know a woman of a word podcast, get with it. Especially if you're a mother, black woman. There's a lot of gems that are being dropped on there. Um, this is what the shit to talk show of two hours, three hours. I don't care. I got anything to do. I just like talking. Um, there was something I was going to say. Thank you, Chris Kane. He did his thing. <laughs> That's because we're missing Courtney. That's why. <laughs> yeah, no, well, not that. I mean, I'm, I've gotten used to that. It was just something else. Oh, this week is important. Cuomo's getting out of office and he wants benefits and his dick pics back. So <laughs> I'm asleep. Don't, let him get, don't, don't, let, don't fall for that. Um, oh, my God. But also, more importantly, this has been fun. Yeah. Um, I always say it's not me, it's we. And I mean that. Shout out to Jay Moore, who I got that from. I don't want to give. He used to say that at the end of his show. And I'd be like, that makes no sense. But then I think about it. Without the people who come on, without my co-hosts, without the fans, this show really is just me talking to myself. I can do it. But it just feels weird. It makes me feel like I'm crazy. And then I just look goofy because I'm answering myself. It's not, you're not crazy until you answer yourself. You can talk to yourself, just don't answer. Then you're crazy. So See, now you're learning it. Yeah. Because I, I, I used to answer and I'd be like, I think I'm crazy. But this show wouldn't be anything without the people who watch, the people who follow, the people who come on, the people who lend their talents and time, their story. This show, like I said, it's not about me. I'm just here to talk jokes, you know, push it along, push a couple buttons and have fun. But really the people that make this show is everybody else. Um, this show was my idea, but this show wasn't directly for me. In the beginning it kind of was, cause like I said, it was out of spite and I just wanted to talk shit. But like I said, it's evolved and it's become more than just me. It's bigger than me. I feel like I, when we talk about brand, my brand has become a man cave where all are welcome and everybody's safe unless you're not in one of these squares then you're able to catch these shots that we're giving on any given day anybody can give it I don't care Cuomo I don't care about none of them I just don't care because if it's out there for us to say it's out there for us to see we gonna talk about it um, we haven't sugar coated nothing since we started we ain't gonna start now but I do want to thank you for coming on Because, like I said, this... Like Thank you for extra claps, man. Yeah, yeah I know. That was, that was, that's what I was like. Wait was a minute. extra claps in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga snuck in the back. Like, yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
again, a woman of her podcast is really dope. And season two is out or coming out. Until you get off here with us, you're going to put probably... boots in somebody's ass and get that out. But anyway, <laughs> the fact that you've, like I said, started where you started, where you're at. And I tell everybody, the people who I've started to be able to work with and come in contact with, it wasn't by accident. Because there's a lot of people who I've talked to, but I don't talk to. Mm-hmm. Who I haven't worked with or want to work with. It wasn't by accident. It was, I believe, in fate. You know, it's it's fate that you run into these people who are on the same wavelength, or you you feel the vibration that they're bringing. You feel the wavelength. You feel all that. And I say that to say this: when I met you, and I don't even remember how. I think I just jumped in your DM. Was like, I think you're cool. <laughs> like, I think I just really, and I don't normally do that. I don't just slide in people's DMs. I might like a post or something like that, or or a friend or something like that. But I think that's how it started, because I was just such in awe of your work and just seeing, you know, the post and everything. And that's really rare for me <laughs> right. to do something like that, because I'm not really that guy. Like I, I don't like guys who do that, especially mm-hmm. the disrespectful ones. Like if you're being respectful, it's cool, but. Even then, you don't know. Um, I just feel like it's creepy to just run up on a stranger and be like, hey, I like your work. <laughs> I was wondering if uh, I could see more. <laughs> why, why are they like that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, it's so bad. It's, and I know women have it worse. Like, their DMs, women's DMs be so much worse. You hear the horror stories. We ain't going to get into that now. Uh, we're going to say that for part two. I know you've had some crazy, like, I am um, sitting here in my boxers with your picture of uh, <laughs> slanking my slanker. <laughs> like, 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 so dirty. Like, yeah. ew. <laughs> like, nigga, nobody care. You got cowboy boots and Ashley chaps on. Like, nigga, if you don't. <laughs> like, niggas is weird. Like, I just, that's why I say I like being in this space, but I don't want to become big. Like, I fear celebrity. You know, I know I'm. I, I don't know if I'll make it or not to that level, but I just. People just are weird when you read a certain point they just start saying whatever they feel like ah yeah i i i, I like doing weird stuff i want to i want to drink your bath water and paint your toenails with my tongue and <laughs> like and the crazy part is i'm not making none of this up these are real dms i've seen people have if you I, i've had some like rue she shared one of her dms with me <laughs> on the show and off the show and it yep. was just wow I was like <laughs> real out here <laughs> I, once again the dating pool is dirty I repeat the dating pool is dirty there's pee in the pool <laughs> mm. like, if you're the, the, never mind he's got enough problems right I, I left it. I I had a story, but I left it out. I was like, "Ooh, that's even too wild for even me. That was too spicy." <laughs> I don't want them coming after me. Not yet. <clears throat> <laughs> so, season two of One Over Word podcast is coming out soon. Probably dropping tonight. Um, yeah. If you're not already following on Instagram, A Woman Over Word Pod, make sure you go do that. Thank you for coming on. We enjoyed you on Queenish. This oh, is yes. going to be fun oh, yes. to edit because oh, yes. I have so many gems to drop. Uh, well, you dropped so many gems that I have to go edit. Um, I'm not gonna sleep. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, no, no, oh, I don't sleep anyway. So it wasn't like I was going to lose sleep to not get this episode done. I'm going to lose sleep because I want to get this episode out um, as soon as possible. So, again, thank you for coming on. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. A Woman Over Word podcast, season two. Season one ended Friday. Season two started Sunday. So she's really out <laughs> here doing this. Um, please believe it. Um, season, damn, Chris, what was that? Season four of Blair's Eye View? Yeah, uh, season five. Shit. Season five just ended. Yeah. Now, Chris will be starting season three on, on season six on Saturday because he's not taking no time off. <laughs> at this because point, at this we've point, we've been expired. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This gonna end on the eighth season. The season finale of this show is September eighth. I can hear Brandy's mouth Super- now. Like we starting already. Yes, already we got. Yeah, because we're doing a Super Bowl episode, uh, NFL kickoff. I got Big Mike Allen, Earl Malden. I think I got one more guy. I'm gonna bring in. Uh, we're talking about NFL as a whole, uh, previewing the season, and it's our season finale. So you never know who might stop by. Um, you never know who I might invite to come on in, and you know. We get baby fist and Earl on in here. This that didn't sound right. Fries, baby fisting. <laughs> if you haven't seen that baby fist, it's on my LinkedIn and it's on my Instagram. My dude uh, Earl bought some uh, fries at four, and by six o'clock when we were starting the show, he decided to eat them, and it was the his hands are small as it is. Oh wow! <laughs> and then these fries, he grabbed like four or five fries and had them like this, and decided to do this. Oh my god! But he only ate like two. But these was the oldest fries I've ever seen in my life. They look like rubber, and just like it was. I can't. We were talking. Videos about on my I don't know what I have. No I'll send idea it to you. We're talking yeah. about. I'm gonna send it to you. It was um, so off kilter. That was so. We, we was, it was Father's Day. I had a Father's Day episode, and he was he was still in people's offices. One. <laughs> And then he was eating his old ass BTS meal. It was just like sad. About the BTS meal, you gonna have them after us? I don't care. I've I've, I've always said as many people I've offended on this show since we started season one. (laughs) No, I offended somebody so bad they quit the show, and I didn't even know I did that. (laughs) (laughs) So they were just soft. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't ask you an icebreaker question before we go. Oh God! I usually this is my icebreaker question. Should a grown man wear no underwear and vocal jeans? You asking me? Yes. <laughs> what kind of jeans? No underwear. What kind of jeans? Vocal. Vocal. Yeah, hey, you know, know the Nelly brand. Nelly. Yeah, he's oh you that young. Oh, That's I know right. Nelly. He like, had a like, he had a, a clothing line. Yeah, he had a clothing okay. line called Vocal. Wow. That's well, how, I, yeah. I don't even think men should not be wearing underwear. So I'm I'm gonna say no. I have I just had to ask. That's been my icebreaker <laughs> question. And I meant to ask you when you came on, but I was so excited that I forgot it. <laughs> but that's been my icebreaker question to every woman that's come on the show and I've got the same answer. Hell no. So Heck men, no. if you out there wearing boxers I mean, jeans with no boxers. Choke yourself, because don't a woman want that. Let's just say that. And if you don't know, now you know. This has been a, a message from us. The more you know, right, the more you right, know. Right. You see the little star go by. The more you know, the more you grow. <laughs> so, with that being said, this has been fun, and I keep trying not to go off on a tangent, but I keep. That's what I do. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and hit this. It's been real. This episode will drop Friday. I'm off Friday. Um, this will be out. I try to get people's episodes out as quick as possible. 
So, uh, like I said, I'm going to cut up the clips, get that out uh, Friday or Saturday. <coughs> this will be up on Anchor and Spotify probably Friday. Nice. Actually, I'm going to download it tonight, so it might be out tonight. Ooh. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I've been quick when we have guests. Okay. I've been trying to be quick when we have guests. So, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, once we end this, let it download. If I can get it up tonight before I go to bed, it will be up tonight. If not, it'll drop in the morning. So, um, so you can tell all your friends you were here. Yes. Share the episode. <laughs> I like that reaction, Chris. I don't know. Like, that was a genuine reaction. Like, I, that's what I like when people yeah. like, I was happy to be here. Like, when people get off here the last couple of times, they're like, man, that was so much fun. I was glad I was here. Um, our last guest um, who was on Queen Ed, she was actually at a funeral. But she yeah. came on, and she did not want to leave. Like, she was wow. backstage still laughing and joking, mm-hmm. like, still laughing at all our jokes. And, like, just she stayed the whole three hours. Yeah, like we were on for three hours and she stayed. Like I could see behind my scenes, she stayed and was enjoying herself. That like she was like that meant so much because like yeah, considering the fact what she's dealing with, being at this funeral all day and consoling family and her cousin and just and she was like yeah, that was fun and I really enjoyed myself. My ribs hurt, my cheeks hurt. I'm (laughs) dying and I had fun. I was just like, well, thank you. That means we're doing something right. So this episode was dropped. It's same same with Blurred's Eye. When they tell us it's like being at a, a family reunion or a black barbecue, is we take that to heart. Yeah, we we enjoy that. We yeah. just like we we want our guests to because the last thing I want is somebody to come up here and be like, I never want to do that again. Let's never do that again. I did not enjoy that experience. I did not like them. They screwed me over. That wasn't what we talked about. Because I tell people up front, this show is unscripted. This show is unedited. The only thing I edit is clips. That's, and I don't even edit them. I just cut clips out and put them out there as is. Wow. Because it's raw and real, and that's how I feel like life is. And that's what this show is. It's yep. it's raw and real. Like, we crack jokes, but like I said, you gotta, we had to, I had to find some way to tell people the truth. And my way was cracking jokes and, and, and having fun. So that's what we do. So this show, I keep trying to stop, but I keep going. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this show will air uh, well it's live on Facebook now uh, it'll be on Spotify, Anchor Apple, all that um, like I said, Saturday, I'm going to say Saturday because I usually Friday just do nothing sometimes but I've really been diligent about Friday's a day off so it's my day to work so I'll be trying to get my social media going and editing and all that so again there I go again, okay so this show is live right now. So live video. We share that. Um, uh, clips will drop Friday or Saturday. And then this will be online. Anchor all that. Friday or Saturday. So with that being said, I'm not going to go off again. Thank you for coming. Uh, we enjoyed it. Like I said, we will be talking. Um, if you want me on, I will come on and tell people how to hate people and, and use them for motivation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and I'm looking forward to the content that you're dropping. Um, looking forward to the growth that you're having and riding that ride with you from the beginning. I can't say beginning because I wasn't there last year of March, but I'm here now and I'm not jumping off this ride because I want to see it through. So you have a true fan in me and a support and a believer and a writer so like i said it will be fun on this journey uh remember uh it's not me it's we 
as always, if you're going to talk your shit, talk your shit the best way you can because can't nobody talk your shit for you. That's my words of wisdom. Chris has this whole beautiful thing, and I just tell people to talk their shit. Like they don't talk. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I can't help it. I like I like to encourage my people. I just like to encourage <laughs> people to talk shit. That's <laughs> it. But thank you for coming. Thank um, you. Thank you for coming on. Fun. Thank you. Yes. Enjoy the white lady. <laughs> Oh, my God.